This is Terrence Reardon's RMCP with your host, the returning rock sponge, Terrence Reardon. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. I'm so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Come inside, come inside, one and all, to listen to the classic rock podcast with some metal leanings. Just like KK's Priest, Terrence Reardon's RMCP is the place to be. The boss is back. Yeah, it's me, Terrence. And I'm with... Oh, yeah! His friends! Oh, shit! Yeah, that's right. That's my friends right there. Unlike (laughs) Ralph and Ian... Me and friends, we get along. Yeah, this is like KK Downing and shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Not uh, not only am I the KK Downing of the RMCP, I am also the KKK Downing of the <laughs> MRCP. Or you could just call me KKK Down Syndrome for short. <laughs> oh, this fucking retard. What the fuck is this guy doing, Ralph? Oh, he's bored. Well, look, the guy's a shut-in. He has no life. He lives with daddy, and all he does is lash out on people online because Lord knows life lashes out at him every fucking day. Does it? And, uh, you know, I I can't help. It's so funny that he's being manipulated by Anthony Bonix, Chuck Lobson, or whatever, you know. (laughs) Who, yeah. who we cast aside, and 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 Chuck Lobson used to send me like all these fucking you know. Besides, let me know what season we're in. Uh, you know, he would constantly be talking shit about Terrence and all this stuff. And and then since you know he broke up with me, I I, I did send you that message where he said he's breaking up with me. Yeah. Um, you, you know, now he reaches out to Terrence, two fucking losers who have no friends. But how but how, how shitty must he feel that he's been reduced to being Terrence's friend now? He's part yeah, of the, yeah. he's part of the podcast king who you know. I don't think anybody in the history of RMCP has lathered our ass cleaner than Chuck Lobson, especially your ass. And, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And, I mean, the guy we're talking about season three. He's way too into accounting episodes. I mean, the guy is like a freak, a real weird dude that's been cast aside from something you know he worships and loves to what we all know he hated. He wrote you mindless, uh, countless fucking emails about it, and he even wrote a song, Freebird, to Terrence being a uh, freeloader or something. I don't know. No, it wasn't freeloader, because that's kind of funny. It was really bad with the fuck, and, he, and he's like, you sing this. And I didn't know he was such a, I didn't know he was Anthony Bonex yet. I went, I just said, yeah, fine, yeah. You know, like, I was—I didn't agree to sing to it at all. And then he kept writing me, when are you going to sing my song? When are you going to sing my song? That guy despises Terrence. But here's the funny thing, and I never told you this. This is an exclusive. Um, okay. I made i made a profile that's called Chuck Lobson, and I've been i have been the one talking to Terrence all this time. <laughs> but, but Terrence, Terrence, when you get my next email... I, I'm going to deny everything I'm saying right now. Everything I'm saying right now, I'm going to deny and I'm going to act like I'm your friend. But deep inside, I'll say it now because you know me, you know, Ian, you know, you're, you're you know, like uh, I, I try to get his persona like when he says to you, 
You're a fat ass. I love you. You're a fat ass. I'm a fan. Well, I, I'm doing this on the podcast instead of the email. I'm just saying, you're a fucking retard, stupid ass. And I hate the fact that I am now reduced to being your stupid ass friend. That's but 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 when you write me, I'll be like, that's not me. <laughs> well, I, I I feel we should get this uh, you know out out in the open before we get started. This is going to be a very long episode. If you if you turned it, if you're new to this show and you want to hear uh, our review of Pink Floyd's Momentary Lapse of Reason, fast forward about three fucking hours and yeah. might get to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You might get to a shitting on this horrible album. And by the way, uh, you mispronounced it's Pink Fraud Momentary Crap of Reason. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but for the, for those who aren't on Facebook and, and don't know all the all the drama and shit that's been going on behind, uh, and, and drama's really exaggerating it, uh, Terrence now has changed the name of his channel that nobody watches to Terrence's <laughs> RMCP. But but, but, but but I need to cut you off, Ian, because this is very hysterical what I'm about to say now. <laughs> you just said now nobody watches. No, you're wrong. A lot of people watch from our group. We have, check this out, we have our group that knows what a douchebag he is. Just, is like 95% of his listeners listening to him say lies about us. Right. <laughs> And, and it's like, all of us know you're so full of shit that so many people have tuned in. Now, notice this. All his episodes where he doesn't talk about us, look at those views. I'm talking yeah. about recent episodes. I don't know about oh, all yeah. the ones. But recent yeah. episodes, all, but now that he changed the RMCP, it got a lot more views because he thinks it's people that like him because he's so stupid. But it's actually all of us that think he's a dick that he actually has us blocked from commenting on his videos. So this idiot is there beating on his chest to our listeners. Well, and then the funny thing is, the only people he there there is one person who legitimately comments on his videos. The rest are all fake profiles, and he's yeah. making videos like accusing us of all our reviews are fake and and all this shit. Yeah, yeah, all those fake viewers, you know, are the ones who donated, you know, almost yeah, twelve thousand dollars. And all this shit. It's all fake. That, that's us donating to our own shit. Um, I wish. I wish I had that much loot. Not only does he leave comments on his videos under fake profiles, then he responds to them. <laughs> this, this guy, I mean, he is a psychopath. Yeah. He, he, you know, it, if you listen to one of his new videos, he, talk, he talked about coming down here to shoot me with a gun. Yeah. Shoot, me. You, in the, shoot you in the face. Actually, and, me, uh, I, I am, a, I am a sweet old grandpa. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm just an old sweet grandpa coming out here telling y'all dirty fucking jokes and talking about rock and roll music and shit. And this motherfucker wants to shoot me in the face. Yeah, <laughs> you know this is the same guy that the FBI visited because of shit he said about John Kerry when he was yeah. running for president. That that's this... where that's where I blame his dad. When you have the FBI come on your door because your son is harassing a presidential candidate online, I think it's time to take his internet privileges away. So his dad is to blame. Oh, well, his his dad is a filthy child molester. You said so? Uh, oh god. I mean, if you look at the behaviors of Terrence it's, I mean, it goes 
hand in hand with somebody who's molested. I think what happens is, you, you know, Terrence, uh, first of all, he's the rock sponge because he sponges off the government. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I never saw it that way. You're right. He's yeah, a sponge. Yeah. He is a sponge. Yeah. He doesn't have a job. He collects disability. And don't you get me? He, don't you tell me to get a job, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, and and you know he doesn't, you know, doesn't have a job. He collects disability to buy, you know, all these fucking uh, Genesis box sets and shit. Plus, you know, he steals, you know, his dad's pension and all this shit. So his dad, you know, can't afford to go out and take chicks out on dates. He can't afford Viagra. So what his dad does is he listens to Pink Floyd with Roger Waters to get an erection, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, and, and then I, th I think he probably comes into Terrence's room on his little hover round and, and makes Terrence get on his lap, you know? And, and uh, you know, and, and he, probably, he probably takes him outside and drives over speed bumps, you know, so he can get a little bit more balls deeper into fucking Terrence. In fact, one time he was driving around on his little hover round and they tried to arrest him for a decent exposure because they thought he whipped out his dick, but it was just Terrence sitting on his lap because that big bulbous fucking head looks like a fucking cock. Wow. Damn, man. Fuck. How do you get all this information, man? You're good. Yeah, well, I read a lot, you know. I, I read a lot. Uh, but, oh, you, you know, read, it, you, it, read, you read the, the latest issue of, of uh, Massachusetts Nambla magazine? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I mean, and, and it, you know, and Terrence, and this is true. People can look this up. Terrence was on a uh, special needs softball team and was kicked off of the team. And why? Why? For, for, for molesting the mascot. Yeah, yeah, he didn't try to molest any of his fellow players because they legitimately had special needs. You know, th those motherfuckers got retard strength. They'll beat the fuck out of you. So what's he doing? Molest on the weak little mascot was was a goat named Vincent Van Goat, and then Terrence got caught with that motherfucker behind uh, behind home plate, and uh, they kicked him off the team. That uh, you can look that up, Warham, Massachusetts. Look, Ter look up Terrence the Goat Fucker, Warham, Massachusetts. Wow. I'm, I just found it, Ian. I just Googled it. Yeah, see? See? It's on the fucking internet. It's got to be true. Oh, fuck. He grew a little mustache, but he shaved the sides. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're talking You're talking about the goat, right? No, he, uh, Terrence. He looks oh. like, he looks oh, like, oh, oh, he looks yeah, like his yeah. hero, Adolf. Yeah, yeah. That, that poor goat, his name was Vincent Van Goat. Uh, was the team mascot for the team. And, uh, you know, he's in therapy. That motherfucker deserves disability. Terrence, on the other hand, does not. Yeah, you know, I'm reading this article about it, and, and man, the irony. You know, Vincent Van Gogh, he, you know, Terrence has never been laid before. And the irony right. is that he fucked its ear, and it's called Vincent, Vincent Van Gogh. How weird, <laughs> right. he thought the ear was the butthole. And, and you know, Van Gogh, Van Gogh's the guy that cut off his ear, right? Right, right. Man, this is so coincidental. Yeah, you know, and Terrence, you know, of course he could never sleep with a woman. Uh, you know, he's not going to try to molest one of his teammates, because like I said, with that retard strength, they would have beat the shit out of him. He figures a goat will eat anything, but well, it turns out, no. No, the goat didn't want him, but he forced him to. And, and 
you know, after that he was kicked off the fucking team. I'm gonna I'm gonna post a picture on our Facebook page. There, there's a picture of, of this team that he was kicked off of. And it, it's just very sad. But you can see this, you know, the cycle of abuse in this family. You know, his dad molests him, he molests a fucking goat. Uh, who knows what he did with his brothers and sisters? Because you notice he doesn't live with them. Oh, he lives they, with daddy. They, they, ran, they ran away from his ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've, this, see, I've I, heard episodes of him complaining, well, I had a fawn on my brother this and that. Yeah. Because yeah. he's an asshole. He's a piece of shit. He has, fucking racist. Dude, he's a piece of shit racist. And you listen to any given episode. And it's him bitching about somebody. And you and I. Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck. I fucked up. Me and you. In, Na- <laughs> in Nashville, the last time we were hanging out. Dude, did we have a great laugh on the person he was at war with at that time? Remember that dude? Oh. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> it's, it's just, look, man. I, I, I don't know the guy. I'm not against him. But the guy is just fucking weird. It's like some weird guy in New Jersey or some shit that he, yeah, yeah. That, that he went to war with because that guy said, I don't want Dennis DeYoung back in sticks. That drove Terrence over the fucking edge. But remember when you and I were watching, uh, I mean, me and you, uh, were watching the guy, the guy um, bitching about Terrence and, and his mom in the corner like yapping some shit. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, this guy, Terrence, he's a jackass. Shame, shame, shame. And you hear, and you hear the mom in the background. Yeah, he can go to hell. <laughs> I mean, that, that war was fucking epic. And what's funny is he has a profile called uh, that guy's like called the Staten Island something. So. Uh, Terrence has a profile called Staten Island Guy Whatever Sucks. And he posts on his YouTube page. Terrence, this is the best video ever. You rule. Yeah. And then and then Terrence will go back on his on his real profile. Oh, thank you, brother. Yeah, it's true. I do rule. Yeah. Queen two. What? What a yeah. And you made a video calling him out. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> he, he left a comment under Queen Two. What do you call it? It's, it's, a, it's a post that Queen 2 wrote going, I'm proud of you. Those two guys are childish. And then when he said, those two guys act like divas, right when I saw that, I knew. I go, that's Terrence. Because he always oh, yeah. uses that word, diva. You know? Oh, he, you, he uses the same words and the same shit all the time. And that's what makes it so blatant. I mean, he put a... Uh, he put a video up, or I'm sorry, not a video, but a uh, a review on our YouTube page under Camel Saint Saints. And it's so obvious. You can tell by the writing. It's totally Terrence. And then, then this guy posts on his YouTube video, and Terrence will write back, yeah, thanks, brother. Don't let the bullies get you down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, don't, don't, it's, and, dude, we haven't talked about this guy forever. You know, and he's calling us bullies. We, I, I don't think we've ever mentioned Terrence in like five episodes. You know? No, I, I think I think the, the first time I mentioned him, I actually gave Terrence a little bit of credit and said, God, you know, even Terrence has a little bit more talent than fucking Chuck Lobson. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was the last and, thing and, he said about Terrence. And, you know, and, and, and then Chuck Lobson gets under his skin and, and, you know, tells him to do all this shit and Terrence being the fucking puppet he is. 
You know, he, he don't care who's sticking their hand up his ass as long as somebody's sticking a hand up his ass. He's a straight up racist. I have third, and you know what's funny? I, I have 39 minutes of that racist rant he did. And I brought, I sent it to the people. You know, I still have this. And like four other people reply going, oh, I have it too. You know, and, and you know, there are places I can post it. You know, that ain't YouTube. Because right. Terrence's thing is that we edit it to make them look like a Bitch, watch it unedited. Watch yeah. it unedited. It, oh, well, he took he took it down, but I mean, we still have it. You know, but I knew he was going to take it down. When I saw that, the second I saw it, I go, oh, shit, let me get it now. Let me get it now. He's probably deleting it as I, as I speak. But uh, no, I got it. I got it all. I, I have it all uncensored. I can put it up online or several other people that have it can put it up online uncensored where he can't turn around and say, because Terrence did say, and I believe it was to Mark. Mark left us a message saying, I am not racist. My mother married a black man. Now, Ian, look, uh, he got mad at you because you, you made jokes about his mom dying. And, and honestly, right. I, you know what, man? It's free speech. You can say what you want. I can say what I want. Me, I have a different attitude towards his mom. I think his mom's awesome. She loved the dark meat. She liked being pounded by big black cock. Here, here's where I'm going to say something that... Uh... God, I, I don't know how to say this and, and make it sound right. I, I don't think there's any way you can. Um, but I understand, even though I don't approve of why I know Terrence is racist against black people. You know, on one hand, it's like, look, you know, you, you had a black stepfather, you know, who, who loved him, who, who was very nice uh to terrence you know and and he, he loved terrence's mother you know in fact a lot of black men love terrence's mother Ooh, uh, that's hot. That's hot. you know and and when terrence was a little kid uh he, he his his uh his stepfather his, his name was leon jenkins leon used to take terrence to go score dope for his mom and every time he would take terrence he would always clean the passenger side window. So Terrence had something clean to lick. You know, he took care of Terrence. Uh, you know, so I, I I I don't get this this hatred of black people. He, he should embrace, you know, the black community the same way his mother embraced the black community. But I also know, you know, Terrence says all this shit, oh, I'm uh, high function autism. Blah, blah, blah. I have this. I have that. Um, what Terrence technically, I, I looked this shit up online because I didn't understand it, quite frankly. So I, I had to do some research. What Terrence had, has, is a condition called black phallus head trauma. <laughs> and and what, what happened is while he was in the fetus, so many black phalluses were slamming inside his mom. They were punching the shit out of his head. That's which why his, yeah, his head got swollen, if you notice. Right, right. And, well, the thing is, you know, Leon in particular was uncircumcised. And what would happen, you know, he, he first started, you know, sleeping with Terrence's mom while she was still, you know, married to, to Terrence's, uh, what he call, who he calls dad. But so 
Leon was uncircumcised, and when he would go in, the foreskin would almost act like a suction cup. <laughs> and it would hit the fetus. And you you remember when you were a kid, they, they had those, like, uh, they were like punching bags. It was like a balloon on the end of a rubber band. Yeah. And, you, you know, you keep punching it. That's what would happen. As Leon was pounded into Terrence's mom, his foreskin would act as a suction cup. On, on, on a young Terrence while he's still in the womb, and it'd be like, bam, 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 bam. And, and it fucked Terrence's brain all up, you know? And so I can kind of see where, like, he blames Leon for his condition. But at the same time, you know, you know, once once the abortion didn't work and, and Terrence came out, you know, Leon was very kind to Terrence. So I can kind of see where the anger comes from, but I consider it misplaced. And I, I know I've said some, you know, fucked up shit about Terrence's mom in the past, you know, and that was just, you know, I, I have nothing against Terrence's mom. That was just me trying to get at him. Apparently, she was a very lovely lady. I mean, when she passed away, uh, both the Boston Celtics and uh, the Harlem Globetrotters retired her phone number. You know, like, like when you go to a game and you see a jersey retired, they retired her phone number. That's how much she meant to those organizations. Yeah, and, and, and both teams hung their cocks at half-mass. Half-mass. Half-mass, which was still ten times larger than his father's. Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, apparently his mom was a real nice lady, uh, very pretty in her youth. She was an actress. And, in fact, I think we should play a clip, guys. This woman had some chops. Oh, you got a clip? Uh, oh, yeah, send it to me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, this this is a movie she was in called "Careful." There'll be a baby up in there. We're gonna play it. We're gonna play a little clip right now. Right on. Oh fuck yeah! Oh fuck me hard! Oh yeah! Do you fucking piss on my fucking pussy? Mmm. Give me any fucking cream pie. Make me eat all that fucking cum out of my pussy. Oh, yeah. You gonna fucking stand up and piss in my mouth? Mmm. Make me fucking drink that piss. So there you can hear a, a very talented woman. And, uh, you, you know, and, and, I have seen that movie and whacked to it to I don't know how many times. Yeah, you know, and, and, and she loved black men. I mean, she, you know, you know, you, you go in certain communities, you know, in the Massachusetts area, you know, they, they call her vagina the Underground Railroad, you know. A lot of brothers up in there, man, and she she loved them all, you know. So and I so, love so her, ter- man. I, you know, yeah, oh, I love that. I think your mom is awesome, Terrence. Rest in peace. Yeah, you, you know. I mean, yeah, you're not black, you're Cuban, but you know, you know, to Terrence and his dad, you might as well be. Yeah, and, you know? and, and Andrew, because I'm brown. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, so so rest in peace, you know, uh, Mrs. Uh, Rear End slash Jenkins. Uh, sorry if I made any off-color uh, comments, you know. Yeah. 
Oh, speaking of comments, uh, I pulled up the comments that Terrence deleted from our Christmas video. And I'd like oh, to boy. read them to you. Oh, they're good. They're good. Oh, boy. It said, although you both dislike me and want me to disappear forever, which, by the way, I'm going to stop there for a second. Nothing could be further than the truth. We, When Terrence disappears, it's going to suck. You know, I mean, what are we going to talk about now? Anyway, yeah. so I'll continue, and this is this is gold. I have to thank you for getting rid of that lopsin piece of shit. Andrew Jacobs hates me too. I did that burial video of that cockroach and blocked him and apologized. And I apologize, Ian, if I thought Chuck was you. I didn't know. I can't even listen to episodes anymore. And my psychotherapist says any reminder of my past can send me into depression was ready to upload the video. I buried that cockroach, but decided against it. That was the first one, psychotherapist. You know he ain't seen no psychotherapist. If he is, then that psychotherapist sucks. All right. Yeah, and he's underpaid. Yeah, exactly. All right, and uh, the next one is, I guess, the same Christmas video. Merry Christmas and happiest of New Year's to you both. I am now thinking of retiring my show and I'm deleting the episode, but I am just depressed about our follow-up. Boy, that's really that's really quick how he just went from that to, you know, 100. Once Chuck Lobson became his friend telling him, uh, you know, they don't get along with each other. And by the way, Chuck Lobson is right. Ian and I don't get along when we reunited the show. But reading this last comment from Terrence saying, you know, I'm retiring, I'm retiring. You know, and, he's, and he wishes both of us a happy new year. I think it brought me closer together to you, Ian. Yes. I, I, yes. I now have no more resentment toward you because the great <laughs> racist wished us a Merry Christmas and happy of, happiest of New Year's to us. And you know what? It's delivering because so far you needed to been awesome with uh, with seeing Queen Tube talk to himself and shit like that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a hoot. And Terrence... Believe me, you. We don't want you to disappear. No, no, no. Just, just change the name of your channel to, you know, Terrence's BPHT. You know, Black Ballast Head Trauma. Here we are, spreading laugh and cheer and joy. You know, I, I just got a message today, Billy DeBrock, and, and this, this is a real person, mind you, and wrote me a very nice message saying, yeah, I, I, I know you don't know me. But I, I love your show, and you've made me laugh through some hard times. And how, how many messages have we got like that? And we appreciate each and every one of them. So apparently, even though we're doing what some people would consider an off-color show, we make a lot of people laugh. We make a lot of people smile. We make a lot of people happy. And, and, and that's incredible. While this piece of shit is out there making... You know, racist videos, condemning black people, Jews, you fucking name it, fucking hates everybody, but ends every show with God bless. Yeah, God bless. And yeah. and, and yeah. fuck the haters, don't let anybody bring you down. But every episode yeah. starts with haters bringing them down. <laughs> and, 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 and if you notice, if you follow his show, which I do, which I do, I'm subscribed to all his channels. I, I listen to his show until he gets to the review. Then I turn it. Yeah. Oh, 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 I'm the same way. Yeah, I, I'm, like, I'm I do not. Way. I don't feel like reading, hearing him talk out of a fucking Wikipedia page. 
Yeah, yeah. No, no, he doesn't do that like us. Oh, no, uh, you know, he, you know what he said? He goes, I don't go on Wikipedia, you fuckers. They banned me there. Yeah. They actually, they actually banned him on Wikipedia. I mean, yeah. well, they, <laughs> they they did because he tried to make he tried to amend the Van Halen page to say they were better with Sammy Hagar. Yeah. And uh, they they kicked him off for spreading false uh, lies and shit, you know, false truths. But uh yeah, no, he, he said, "I don't I don't read from blabbermouth like those idiots. I read from Classic Rock magazine and more reputable sources." What's the difference yeah. really? I mean, Classic Rock, look, I do the news on my on my YouTube every week. I get from Blabbermouth, Classic Rock, Loudwire. I get from several sites. Most of them grab uh, Blabbermouth headlines and change it around a little bit. So, Blabbermouth. Bitch, please. Every fucking, but, they're all the same. Here's the thing about Terrence's pages, and, and I implore all our listeners to do the same thing. Subscribe to his channel. Yeah, you know, make sure. Uh, how, how do the kids say it nowadays? Smash that shit, you know. Yeah. Smash that subscribe button, and and make sure you hit a dislike on that son of a bitch. Oh, notification bell, very important. So you can get notifications. Yeah, 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 yeah. Notification. Get all, get all those ones. Hit a dislike. Leave a fucking comment till he blocks your ass. You know. But the the funny thing about this cocksucker, if you look at the albums he reviewed. For him to even call himself the rock and metal. This cocksucker, all he does is talk about the same 10 fucking albums. Every time I'm going to be re-recording this episode for the, the, the 32nd and a third anniversary. You know, all he talks about is the same fucking shit. There's no fucking metal. Uh, he's he's going to do a metal episode, he said, coming up. It's going to be the Black Album. And, and, and the yeah. Death Leopard Hysteria Album. Yeah. He, you know... And, and he's saying how we're like Rolling Stone. All this guy does is Rolling Stone shit. And yeah, then, he, 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 said, know, he, he said that a writer of the Rolling Stones died because he came up with the term Pink Fraud. And that's the yeah. reason you and I split up because we brought up the, uh, you know, he said, yeah. that guy died and Rock and Metal Combat died because they said Pink Fraud. So I have a feeling Richard Wright must have, must have said Pink Fraud at some point. And his mom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think Richard Wright killed himself after he accidentally accepted uh, Terrence's friend request. Yeah, yeah. I found, oh, I, found the, uh, I found the Queen Tube comment to himself. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Amazing Read episode. It. Whoever is apparently disliking are nothing but a bunch of divas stuck in grade school. Grade school diva, he always says that. Screw yeah. the detractors. Keep up the good work. He's saying this to himself. Proud of you. Famous himself for blocking those schoolgirls who may be male but act like little children who can't accept your success. Don't cave in to the clowns, like you said. If they don't like, don't watch. And I love the comment Mark left. Mark Taylor left a comment after that. He said, Terrence leaves his own reviews. <laughs> uh, uh, here's one where he's using. Uh... His Camel Saint Sayings ID he goes, at 12.36 is where Roy Dam destroys the wannabe tough guy from Florida who is a keyboard warrior, chicken shit. Yeah, I, and then he replies, that always makes me smile. Roy Dam knows the Florida diva is a pussified piece of shit. It's all, and, and, and then he didn't, it's all at 12.32. 
Uh, and then he, he has a, a review from Sean Morrison sucks balls. I love Sean. Dude, that guy, like I was saying, shame, shame, shame. Yeah, yeah. Sean Morrison is the guy, you know, that he doesn't like. So he created Sean Morrison sucks balls. And, and, and then he replies to that one. And he's saying that Sean Morrison sucks balls is Andrew Jacobs. It's not. No. Then there's the Queen Tube, which is him. And he replies to that. I mean, this is a psychopath. A fucking psychopath who should not be on the fucking internet reviewing fucking Eagles albums. He <laughs> you says, know? He says we're childish because we say mom jokes, dick jokes, and fart, uh, these nuts jokes. Yeah. Yeah. He got that far, yeah. right? And he thinks he's so fucking awesome just because there's a band named after his mom. You know? <laughs> but fuck Super Tramp. You know? Aww. Hey, 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 Ian, I don't mean to get off the subject, but you're never going to mm -hmm. believe this, man. And I think you should go. Um, dude, Alice Cooper's going to be on the SOCCON Festival. Going to be where? At the SOCCON Festival. The SOCCON Festival? You don't know the SOCCON Festival? Uh-uh. Well, you'll know it when you suck on these nuts. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> how, how juvenile. <laughs> I like that one, right? That was a good one. What are you in grade school? <laughs> hey, yeah, you like Wendy's? Wendy's what? Well, you'll love it when these nuts roll across your head. Oh. Hey, hey, Ian, do you like CD what? and tapes? Yeah. Cool, because you're gonna, I'm gonna get some tape and CDs nuts across your forehead. With some knock, tape. knock. Who's there? Terrence's mom likes black dudes. <laughs> Parent, Terrence's mom loves black dudes. I know. Who? No, no, I know. I don't say who. I say I know. Uh, and I, then I let you in, and we'll talk about those those that that killer fucking porn. Oh, uh, God! I, I I tell you what, I am so glad that. Even though you and I are not friends, we just do all this for the money we don't make. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is, that is refreshing. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, isn't that something that Chuck told you right before he became not friends? He goes, I know you and Ralph are just doing, you got, you both don't get along. Didn't he say something like that? Oh, uh, I, I mean, the, the crazy shit that guy would send. And he did actually, I, I gotta say, when, uh, when, when you and I were in our spat and I was doing the fan episodes, he did edit one episode. Yeah, oh yeah, and, I, I forgot to mention this. See, yeah, who edited the episode was Anthony Bonex, or whatever, right. Eric Bonex. Now, he always yeah. denied being Bonex, but he told Terrence, Chuck Lobson, that he edited the episode. Right. There he busted himself. I knew it was Chuck Bonex the whole time. Right, and, 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 and here's the thing. And, uh, man, I, I tell you, I felt so bad because, you know, it was a bad time. You and me were arguing and, uh, you know, but I wanted to do these fan episodes, but you know me, I am a lazy fat piece of shit. Uh, I, I don't know about the editing. I, so, so he offered to edit a show and I took him up on it and I let him do one. And, you know, you know, there's other people I had total faith in. Like, you know, Michael Lynch. I know that 
This guy's a fucking music producer. I know he's going to do an amazing job. Michael Lynch did a lot of episodes while you were gone. Um, I know, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, God damn, who, who, I'm having a total brain fart. Uh, our, our gay friend who's not gay, who we love, um, God damn it. Greg Barnes? Oh, yeah, Greg Barnes. Greg Barnes did an episode. I know Greg Barnes is going to do a great job. Not worried about it. He's not I gay? Let, no. No, oh. he is not. Thank you very much. That's awesome. He has uh, one online, though. Yes. <laughs> I, and I'd still fuck him. All right, uh, Terrence, you don't have to hate him now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but so anyway, so so Chuck Lobson, whatever, Anthony Bonex, whatever, did one. And that's one I was curious about. You know me, I don't listen to the show. You know, I haven't listened to the show in fucking years. But I was curious. Oh God, let, let's see, let's see how this guy did. It sounded so bad. You know, it, it's like th- this guy did nothing. He did nothing. You know, and 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 ha- this guy's got the balls to talk about your editing skills. He did. Which, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, I thought I sent it to you. Maybe I didn't. But oh, yeah, he did. sent me this, this private message about how horrible your editing skills are. And here's the funny thing. There's been people from other, like, very popular podcasts who have, like, sent me messages praising your editing skills. Oh, that's and nice how you make and, and how you make the show sound. Uh, people who I value their opinion a hell of a lot more. Uh, you know, you know, one just for uh, Chris Sinzak has very, always been like, wow, man, Ralph does an amazing job in the way you guys, you know, sound and what you do, you know. And I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck, you know, Routes the fucking goat. But yeah, Bonix is like, ah, oh, he's terrible. I'm going to show you how it's done. And it was it was like the worst episode ever. And I never asked him to do another one. <laughs> you know, and it goes without saying, there's only one that he did. And that's for a fucking reason. Because I was scared, I checked, and I was right. The guy couldn't do shit. Yeah. You know, but now he's Terrence's best friend, so he's got that going. Well, I mean, yeah, because he he he's been he's been stooped to the level from going to what he worships with seasons of episodes to yeah. Terrence that uh, his seasons are all fucking whacked out. How many? Uh, not only has Terrence had many seasons, but he's had many shows. And I remember when he first left our our show, he was gonna own our ass with cribs. What is it, cribs? <laughs> I forget. He had so many. He had the Mark Terrence experience. He had Cribs. He had uh I don't know. I know he had several other yeah. ones. And and I remember the early episodes was we're gonna own their ass. And then then he tried to like join forces with us. So when he when he realized he sucked, he's like, well, okay, let me get on their good side because honestly, yeah. I didn't I didn't own their ass. And and before we go into Terrence, just to get off the subject for a second. You brought out Sinzak. See, I said it right. Uh, Sinzak and Aaron spent the day at my house. Me, me, I met up with them at Rock and Roll Ribs with Daniela and Charlie. And then Brian Wilson came from Moonbay Mom's team. Nice. We all had great ribs. And I told them, you know, because there was a lot of storms going on in Nashville. I go, dude, if there's any problem, you know, call me and stay at my house instead of sleeping on an airport floor. And exactly, that's exactly what happened. They they canceled the flight. I went and picked them up, and I spent the whole day with these guys, dude. And I'm telling you, Ian, I don't think we spent ten seconds without saying a word. I mean, we yap like motherfuckers, man. 
like heavy metal oh. yentas the whole time, you oh. know? And uh, it was awesome having them both here for the whole day. And like they, uh, I, they had to leave like at four in the morning the next day. So they stayed and oh. I gave them a ride at three in the morning. But yeah, I got to, I got to hang out with Aaron Camille and Chris uh, <laughs> Sinzak for the whole day. And now back to that, our bashing the Terrence, bashing the racist segment. Yeah, yeah, fuck Terrence. <laughs> Fucking racist piece of shit. Go ahead, keep, keep doing uh, what you're doing, man. I'm loving every fucking second of it. He thinks he's getting under our skin. We're not the ones that every fucking episode is like, hey, I'm Dr. Fucking with me. Oh, yeah, it's Ian Wiley. All right, Ian, let's bash the Coney Island fucking stud muffin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here, here's a great, let, let's play some, some great Terrence clips right now. You wanna, let, let's play. Want me to play? Oh, you know what I want to play first, Ian, and you have not heard this one yet. Uh-oh. He sent a hate voicemail to three sides. Oh. Oh, my God. All right, I'm going to play it now. And I, just keep in mind, I just want to give a little spoiler during this. He's, he's bashing them, saying they suck, and uh, they can never get laid in a, in, a, in a whorehouse while he has Katy Perry sitting on his face. I shit you oh not. My. Let me play this. Uncut. Check it out. Hey. This is Terrence here. I was watching your ridiculous piece of shit um, saying if Eric Carr never died. Well, let me tell you something. Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons fired Eric Carr's ass while he was dying. That's fucking lower than low. <laughs> if Eric Carr hadn't died, excuse me, then this bullshit of the reunion would not have happened, you know? So you can have your fucking wet dreams of Paul and Gene. Those two bastards give me a blowjob, praising their shit. So all I got to say to you and your little fucking fruity friend there is that Paul and Gene are a bunch of money-hungry fags, just like you. And you and the dude there on that show being the biggest bunch of fucking those dorky elves on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, man. Let me just say... If you two ass clowns ever went to a, a brothel with a fistful of hundreds, your ass would be rejected. Well, I'd have Katy Perry sit on my face and tell me how much she loves me. Whilst you clowns were basically nothing but a piece of fucking shit. Your shows suck. You guys fucking bash people who disagree with you in a sort of condescending way. Well, I just got two more words for you. And that's Fuck you and go fuck yourselves, assholes. <laughs> yeah, he has Katy Perry sitting on his face. Tell me this motherfucker ain't delusional. And and you know I forgot. I, I, go ahead. I I, I love why he apologizes for the cough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> fuck yeah. you guys. Uh, excuse me. Pardon, pardon me. <laughs> and you know, by the way, I mean, say what you want about those three dudes, they're all married. <laughs> you know, it's like, when have you ever been laid? You know? But uh yeah, dude, I mean it's uh I forgot what pop star it was. Like he was bashing, you know, because Terrence keeps up with pop culture. Like he knows all these famous little, you know, those little fucking Debbie Gibson of the of the millennial type little chicks that do dance music. And he showed the picture of one. Yeah, she looked like a young girl, maybe underage, whatever. But she was not unattractive. 
And and he's he he says stuff like, I wouldn't fuck you with a ten foot pole. Bitch, you'd fuck a crack whore with 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 a one inch pole. You know, it's like, well, what, what you own is one inch. And, and he's and he's, he fucked a goat for Christ's sake. <laughs> exactly in the ear. <laughs> <laughs> So, in closing, Terrence, uh, go back in your fucking hole. Stop what do you doing mean, go reviews. Back? What do you mean go back? That's all <laughs> that, he never gets out of that fucking hole. Stop Stop dragging our name into the mud and attaching your name to us. It, 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 you're, you're worse than David Gilmore trying to say he's Pink Floyd. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, worse, uh, you're worse than that, that Mitch Malloy guy that said he was a Van Allen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're going to change your name to Mitch Mongoloid. That's who you are, Mitch Mongoloid. You know what you are? You are the Mark Stone of the rock and metal company. <laughs> Al Atkins has more street cred than you. Yeah, well, at least, Stop Al, it. At least Al Atkins wrote a song. What did he write? Fucking Pink Panther dialogue for us? I concur. Yeah. <laughs> Recon ass. So when you I was not when fired. You, oh, <laughs> oh, don't get me started on that. Oh my god, that drives me nuts. And I saw you put up the video. That's great. That motherfucker was fired live on air. And I played the clip after he said, I know the truth. He goes, Those guys I, will say those guys will say I was fired till their dying day. Goddamn right we will. <laughs> you know, because you yeah, were. Because you fucking and, were. You were, you were fired on air. Want to play that clip now? Want to play the clip of him denying yeah, it? And yeah. then, and then, and then, all right, here's a clip of him denying it. And then I'm going to add when he was literally fired on the air and begging to not be fired, saying, reinstate me. And the funniest part of this, uh, have people sign a petition. Who the fuck signed, <laughs> who the fuck signed a petition? <laughs> you know who signed the petition? Him, that saint person, queen tube. You know, they all signed a petition. All right, let's hear the clip. That's why I'm glad, in hindsight, I left that those that camp. They'll claim I'm fired till their dying day, but I know the truth. I want to thank everyone for being with me, and I'm gonna miss being on this podcast. Sad that I got <laughs> fired by Ian. Unless Ian wants to rehire me, I'll say farewell to all your listeners. Goodbye. All right, uh, I'd just like to say, uh, no, you will never hear Terrence again. He's done. Uh, <laughs> uh, right now, I'm at little tears in my eyes saying, since Ian fired my ass, I'm going to say goodbye to all of the listeners, unless you people petition to reinstate me. I'm, I'm too drunk to do this shit. Somebody else close this out. Alright, I think I will since it's my swan song. Oh, 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 fuck you, you're fired. Ralph, it's up to you. <laughs> no. No, no, no. No, no, you're fired. Shut up. Yeah, that petition did great, didn't it, Ian? <laughs> did, yeah. did, you ever, did you ever get it? Because I didn't. No. No. Hey, but the, the funny thing is, who was the king of saying, let's bring Terrence back and let's give Terrence another chance? I did. Me. Oh, okay. No. Oh, that's no, right. me. And I kept saying, no, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I kept, I would get drunk and say, let's give him another chance. Uh, you know, come on. Maybe, maybe it'll be funny. And every time we tried, 
It was fucking horrible. So Terrence, just go away. Just go away. Don't align yourself with us. Stop naming, you know, your RMCP. Get the fuck out of here, Fuck you, Ian. Please stay, Terrence. Continue the <laughs> RMCP. Please, I beg you. And my God, I would fucking love you if you get shot to be your co-host. And believe me, he'll do it as long as he doesn't get on video. Yeah, yeah, because Chuck won't get on video. Yeah, he'll do it. He doesn't He doesn't want to fuck up his serious XM gig. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine if, oh my God, you know we're going to have to dedicate a whole episode on that. We're going to have to tear up that episode in clips and then just talk about each fucking segue these two numbskulls yeah. talk about. Yeah, un unfortunately, we're going to give you the best press you're going to get because otherwise nobody else is going to watch your page. Yeah, I'm telling you, the only people that bring those numbers to Terrence are our listeners because they're the ones that post about it and talk about certain things he says. And he thinks he's actually talking to people he likes. He calls those people, I forget what he calls them, you know, like, you know, the scum of the earth that follow us. He has names for them. But those are his listeners. Oh, those, yeah. Those are who listen he, to him. I know what he calls them. It starts with an N. <laughs> oh, <Horrible. man>. Yeah. <laughs> And Rhymes K. with Jigga. And K. <laughs> Rhymes with Kite. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Enough about this douchebag. Let's go into some iTunes reviews. Right on. Let's hear this. We got a new yet old review uh, from Trash Burner. And oh, Trash man. Burner, full, full uh, disclosure, this is uh, Charles, not Chuck, Trainer. For whatever reason, his old iTunes review was removed, so he wrote a new one. A five-star review entitled, Not Sure Why It Left. And Charles says, and I quote, Had a review up and it disappeared, but whatever. Did Terrence break in? <laughs> anyway... Ian and Ralph, oh, you already fucked up. Oh, uh, man, I don't like it. Yeah. Ian and Ralph rule for real, are willing to work with their fans and interact, and they are the apex of greatness. He's going to change that say so you are the apex of greatness. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Glad someone out there pulled down my previous five-star review, and Ralph is totally into the GNR version of Live and Let Die. So he rules a tad more, but Ian is the man too all day. Do I? You don't like, yeah. You don't like their show, then can't help you. And Sammy Hagar blows. Yeah, all right, I like him again. Gotta look. Oh, and that's. I'm. I'm sorry. One other thing, I gotta pull up. I, I gotta mention. I can't believe I forgot this earlier. Now, if you listen to Terrence's show, he says. No country, no rap, and no Sammy Hagar. <laughs> Terrence loves Sammy Hagar. He admitted when it. I, when I fired his fucking ass, he went on about how bad he felt being on our show and us talking bad about Sammy Hagar. I remember. And he had to hide. He had to hide the fact that he loves Sammy Hagar. He made this review uh, or video. Oh my god, it was so gross. It was, he made, it was like a dedication uh, to kids in the same sanitarium as him. And he used this uh, Sammy Hagar song, 
like Fly to the Angels or Remember the Eagles or some fucking horrible shit. Some Sammy Hagar song. This guy loves Sammy Hagar, but to try to look cool and then try to look like somebody with two fucking working ears, now Sammy Hagar's not cool. This cocksucker loves Sammy Hagar. What a pose. And, 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 yeah, that, there's nothing worse than that. Nothing worse than a fucking poser. Fuck you, Terrence, you fucking retard. I'm glad so many fucking brown dicks beat your fucking head in. You know, Terrence couldn't, Terrence couldn't talk for like six fucking months because one of them went so deep, punched the shit out of his fucking vocal cords. Oh. Fucking retard. No, true story. True story. Punched right through the, whatever that bag is that surrounds the fetus. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, right down the fucking gullet. Fuck you, Terrence. Yeah, you're gonna have to fucking retard. You're gonna have to send me that link <laughs> about that story of him getting his head beaten up by Big Black Cat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's the Terrence's BFHT Black Phallus Head Trauma. That's a real thing. Yeah, fuck. I, I don't know who got pounded by more black dicks, his head or his mom's vagina. Whoa. It's tit for tat. I'm no, telling it's, you, it's a tie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I know his mom probably did a little before and after. Oh, that's but right. she, uh, wins. she wins. Yeah, you know, and oh. and, and, and and back me up here. This is I'm not making this shit up because you'll remember this. Remember when we first started recording and and we did it on video and yeah. we could see each other. Yeah. One time, you know, because I'm such a fat ass. One time, I got hungry during an episode, and I started eating a Snickers, and Terrence flinched. You know, like, <laughs> true story. Wow. True story. That yeah, that's how punch drunk and traumatized he is. It scared the it scared the living shit out of him. <laughs> retard. I'll never forget the, the face expression he made when I didn't like that Queen song. Remember that episode? Oh, oh my God! That was. That was I'll, I'll never forget. <laughs> that, that was Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now. Yeah. That bald fucking head, and he just. Oh my God, the head turn and everything. Oh, I wish we had that shit on video. I know, right? Oh and my it was, God, and it was recorded on video, but shit. Oh my God, it was it was fucking priceless. Yeah. Oh, you fucking retard. All right, what do you say uh, we get back to our regular scheduled program here? All right. Oh wait, we haven't played any of his racist clips. Oh, oh, I thought you already played those. All right. Before we get in the news, let, let's do a little news history of racist Terrence. Yeah, but it'll be very short. It's 39 minutes long, so obviously I'm not going to play it all. But I'm going to play you a couple of juicy clips that I do not edit a goddamn thing. It's exactly what he said. No editing. This is what he. This is uh, what Terrence thinks of uh, the election that happened. How it was a fake election. Uh, Roll the tape of Terrence talking about who brought all those fake ballots <laughs> in an SUV. All right, here we go. In fucking Beijing, Biden, my time. That piece of shit, that son of a bitch, stole his way to the White House. Yeah, in the dead of night, while we're all asleep, some piece of shit nigger in a fucking van and a fucking Ferrari and a fucking pickup truck or SUV I should say brought in 
hundreds of thousands of ballots in the dead of night. All right, the funniest thing about that clip, after you hear that clip, I mean, obviously the guy's totally blatant uh, racist, but the funny part is, is that he actually afterwards says, I'm not racist, after you hear that. <laughs> and then he says, because my mother married, uh, d- dated or married a black man. Uh, does that mean you're not racist? I'm sure there's a lot of people that are racist that their mom ended up like dating a race that they didn't like. It happens. Anyway, uh, you want to hear the next clip, Ian? Yeah, go ahead. You want to know who runs the media? Uh-oh, I got a feeling you're going to tell me. No, I'm not, but Terrence will. Here we go. <laughs> the press is run by those big-nosed bastards. Yeah, the media is run by Jews. And the Jews portray themselves to be the victims. That's bullshit. They start fucking shit. They created this fucking shit. And the media is run by Jews. Just look at the fucking last names of all the people that run these companies. And most of the people in uh, biding my time until I kick the bucket are all fucking blatantly Jewish. I mean, the media is Jewish owned, Jewish controlled, and they're the real owners of this country. Yeah. And fucking Chucky, who makes the Dawn Child's play look like Mr. Rogers. Fucking Chucky Jumer, Kikmer, that fucking piece of shit. He is the now in charge of the fucking Senate and Congress. The Congress is owned by fucking Pig Losey, that old Dago Watt bitch. Fucking Congress is owned by, and the Senate's owned by fucking Jumer, the fucking kike. All right, you know, there's much more. You know, he, he, there's so much more racism. It's 39 minutes long. And maybe somebody will put it up. Maybe I'll put it up. I don't know. All I know is that it's in my possession. So, uh, and other people, in case anything happens to my copy, I know several people personally that have it, that I can always reget it. That guy is a flat-out piece of shit racist that lives in a fucking fantasy world, and 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 was like, you know, uh, wanting to get Roy and these people back together because they've been gone from the internet for a few years now. And mind you, these are people that said they were going to destroy me, uh, and I gained I don't know 15,000 subscribers after that. They disappeared. Now Terrence wants to get them back together, but what Terrence does is he plays these. Three hour, three year old clips of the guy owning me, which, you know, listen to the clips here. Uh, it's just his fantasy world. So if the guy really owned me, I mean, actually, you know, why the fuck am I still on YouTube? Why the fuck am I still on the air if he destroyed me and pushed me off the internet, as you said, idiot? This shit's gotta come from his dad. You know, because his mom was much more friendlier. I mean, his, his mom has fucked more black people than FEMA. Ooh, you know, his wow. mom. Yeah, his, his mom was the only white woman who had sickle cell. Oh, you know. Oh, yeah. True, true story. True story. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't. You know, he always talks about what a proud veteran. Uh, you know, his dad is, and shit. You know, what was his dad in the? Uh, you know, in the, in the Salvation Army? I, I don't know. <laughs> and I got to take care of my... Fucking terrible. I got to take care of my 77-year-old father. Dude, my dad's yeah. going to be 80. No, he is 86 now. I have to take care of his ass. Uh, yeah, fucking terrible. Yeah. What Fuck. a piece of shit. 
All right. For for now. We'll have yeah. more juicy. I mean, as long as he keeps to opening his mouth about us, we're going to keep talking about him, too. And uh, he ain't going to go away. You, you know, y'all, look, if y'all are listening to this thinking that, you know, oh, it's a big scheme to make him go away. We want to slam him. No, because we, number one, we know he won't. And number two, why the fuck not talk about a dumbass racist bitch? My opinion. All right. In the news this week, Kid Rock says he will cancel concerts anywhere vaccine mandates are enforced. Uh, the good thing is they're not enforced at any casinos. So I think he's going to be all right. What do you think about that? Will, will Thrasher die playing any venues where vaccine mandates are enforced? Yeah. No. I, I don't care either way. Fuck it. Book me. I don't give a fucking rat's ass. I will say this. You know, I don't like getting political. Here, but I am a vaccine. Yes, I am a vaccine. And I even got the I got the two jabs, as uh, the conspiracists say. And uh, the yeah. booster. I got them all. I got them all. Now, the anti-vaxxers, look, I don't agree with it. I think it's dangerous to other people. But that's the price we have to pay for freedom. Man. Hey, man. Yeah, as long as they, I mean, in a way, they are not, like, uh, how, do, how do I say, like, purposely harming people you know but they you know but you know hey man my parents had it both of them got it and uh they didn't go to the hospital because they got jabbed my cousin died he didn't get jabbed now anybody that's against it whatever man fuck it free speech whatever if you want to be that way be that way but um i'm against you know like you know um you know you have to do this, you have to do that. But at the same time, hey man, venues write their own fucking rules. If they say you gotta wear a fucking mask, then then all you anti-vaxxers give them the finger and don't go. But it's their property, they're allowed to do it. It's America. Thank you. That's what I think. Well, there you go. All right, next story. Gene Simmons weighs in on Britney Spears' conservatorship battle. Says no one should have any say regarding her finances. And, uh... Yeah, well... Go ahead. No, I mean, you know, again, you know, more hypocrisy from him because, you know, he's the one that's like, you know, always, uh... You know, he even admits it, you know, that Sharon Tweed wants a house here, wants a house there. She fucking tells him how to finance his shit. Give me a break, hypocrite. Well, if if you read the whole story, I think why he's really uh, upset about this, if you look at the court cases, which, you know, she did get the rights uh, to all her her money back from her dad. Uh, One of the instances he brought up in court as to why he should be in control of her money is that she wanted to spend two thousand dollars on a Gene Simmons box set? Oh man, that bitch! She's as <laughs> stupid he's like, as me. <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, this chick's crazy. I have to be in control of her. She wouldn't spend two thousand dollars to meet Gene Simmons for fifteen seconds and listen to fucking twelve CDs and demos." 
No, no, you thank know. God they didn't make us do that. <laughs> that, that would have been torture. I think they were playing in the background, but you can hardly hear it. Not, you know, because Gene was cool. Gene was nice to us. He lowered it so it wouldn't bother us too much. Ah, uh, well, that, that, that as Terrence would say, that's mighty white of him. Okay. Oh, God. Next story. Valerie Bertinelli, Bertinelli says Eddie Van Halen's second wife moved out of their house a few years before his death. Really? Yeah. Did, did not know that. I thought it was kind of weird how, you know, she's pimping this new book that she's got. And she's talking about all this love she has for Eddie and that they were soulmates and stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm like, man, you know, I wonder how, how Eddie's wife felt about this shit. And turns out, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess apparently she left his ass a couple years before she died. Well, she was a weird one anyway. I think she was she was somehow involved in porn. Uh, to what extent, I don't know. Uh, I know Eddie did some I, porn stuff like music-wise. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of sad, but, you know. Eddie was a fucking weirdo, but I thought him and Valerie made a good fucking, you know, yeah, team. Yeah. yeah, for a while. You know, I mean, he was cheating on her left and right, but you know. Oh, and she cheated on him too, and admitted it. That's you know, it's like kind of kind of a get back. That's the kind of marriage I want. Except, you know, <laughs> except we say we come back home and say how hot the sex was with other people. <laughs> That'd be cool. They probably did that too. Who knows, man. So, so maybe Eddie's second wife wasn't devastated, you know, about her professing her love for him. But you know who was devastated? Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley was devastated when Gene Simmons got to sing God of Thunder on Destroyer. Hey, look, uh, a lot of people like his version. I thought it kind of sucked. I love it. I, 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 you I, like it more than Gene's version? No. No, no, come on! It's, uh, make love to no. bleed and shit like that. No, no, I I totally get it. This is a one instance where I'm on Teen Ezrin, uh, especially on the album we're going to review today. I I think Ezrin is one of the most overrated motherfuckers in all of producers, almost up there with like Bruce Fairburn. Uh, God damn his soul. Um, Ouch. But but I oh yeah fuck Bruce Fairburn and everything he did to music. Uh, but uh, no, I, I think it's funny. And I'm re- reading this article where, you know, Paul's basically saying, yeah, it hurt, but he agrees that it was the right decision. Uh, but he also does like a backhanded compliment saying where he has satisfaction knowing that he wrote the signature Gene Simmons song. Basically saying like, you know, you know, I, I own Gene, and Gene owes it all to me. And it is. I mean, that is a signature Gene song. Yes, Paul did write it, you know, but it morphed into whatever it morphed into. And it's a goddamn classic. It's a fucking Kiss staple. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. But I do. I, I love both versions. I love Paul's version. I, 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 I think like it. I like it for pure nostalgic and historic. Historic matters, but... And compared to the old Gene, what Bob Ezrin did, nah, it's not even close. And it wouldn't have sounded right, him singing God of Thunder. 
It's perfect yeah. for Jesus. Perfect for him. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I, I agree. But I, I, I love like the little backhanded compliment. Well, know? that's that's typical Paul because the yes, one time, thank the, one you. Ti- the one time you think Paul is saying something negative about himself, he's always got to twist it into, you know. But my shit don't stink. Because for him exactly. to come out, for him to come out and say, you know, uh, I was hurt, but in the end, I'm Paul Stanley of Kiff. Okay, here's something that. Uh, that a lot of people have been talking about. And and it, it's funny because it's not really, it, it's not metal related, but I, I see it all over fucking Facebook and all, all over the place is this whole thing between Neil Young and uh, Joe Rogan. So basically Neil Young wrote to Spotify, said, if you don't, uh, you know, cancel Joe Rogan, I'm going to remove my music, which, and and this is over, you know, Joe Rogan spreading a lot of like misinformation about COVID and COVID vaccines. But for Neil Young to say this shit, it's like, who in the fuck are you kidding? Spotify signed Joe Rogan to a hundred million dollar contract. I think there's a lot for not really that there's a lot more, but if you if you know your history, Neil Young tried starting a streaming service. It was called uh, Puma or Puny or, or some shit like that. I might have the name wrong. I know it started with a P. But va- basically, it was a vast, vastly superior uh, form of streaming service for music. I mean, incredible uh, sound quality. For people who pay attention to shit like that, the shit you get off of Spotify sounds like shit. You know, the bit rates, you know, if you pay attention, if you're a pirate like me and Mr. X, you pay attention to shit like that. Uh, when you're getting something, whether to waste your time, you know, it's all. And Neil Young's always been about the sound quality. And he was also about equal pay for artists, which Spotify could give a shit less about. How do you, how do you feel about this, Ralph? I heard all Neil put Joe Rogan down. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, like I was saying earlier, man, everybody has a voice, man. If, if it's misinformation, misinformation. And, you know, I, uh, you know, I did not know this thing you said about Neil Young owning the streaming service. But yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Let me bring a little attention to myself by throwing, uh, you know, attacking Spotify and Joe Rogan. That'll get, Joe Rogan, like you said, I didn't realize he was that big. Hundred million, oh, yeah. millions and millions of listeners. If he goes out there and attacks Joe Rogan, that's going to get major press. And oh, this will yeah. be a good launch for his. Uh, well, well, no, th- that's already dead in the water. Oh, he, already, he put that out. Oh. Yeah, he 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 put that out years ago, and it flopped. It was it was amazing. The sound quality and the bit rate. It, nobody could compete with it. The problem was, is, you know, the stuff you would have to buy to listen to it was, wasn't cost effective. It was for music nerds. It, it was for people who really care about the quality and shit, you know, where Spotify is basically like listening to a fucking CD. It's like, get a know. fucking stereo and some vinyl, you fucks. Seriously. It, exactly. 
exactly. Spotify Spotify is for 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 teenage girls who want to hear the new Cardi B. But but I have never been on Spotify. Exactly, my band is on Spotify because I get a couple pennies a month from them. Right, but Spotify is for bitches. It's not for music fans. It's if you're a music fan, you buy the shit or you get it one way or another. Like like me, like I've got thousand al- albums on my phone. I don't just load songs. I load albums. I'm a music fan. I'm not like, ooh, what's the flavor of the week? You want that shit? Go on fucking YouTube. I mean, Spotify. It, it, it's fucking horrible. It's lowest common denominator shit. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, 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 I don't agree with censorship. I, I mean, I admire his balls to say, you know, it's either them or me. I, I knew how it was going to go though. <laughs> you know, I knew they were going to pick fucking, you know, Joe Rogan. Cause he's the flavor of the fucking month. He's the hottest thing going. That's what they're going to take. But to me, if, if, if that's how you get your music, you're not really a music fan to me. Yeah, you know. it's good for a podcast. Hear people talk yeah. on that thing. You don't want to, you don't need good quality uh, for that, you know. Just listen to our right. show. Right. Neil Young, fuck it. I, I like I like me some Neil Young. I own Harvest. Uh, and, and I have Crazy Horse Live. I mean, I, I'm not a big Neil Young fan, but eh, I dig some of his shit. And a lot of people are calling him a hypocrite now because of rocking in the free world. Yeah, y'all probably right. But you know what? I don't give a fucking rat's ass. I'm near death. I don't have time to think of this shit. I'm almost 60 fucking years old. So fuck the world. And I hope everybody dies on this planet and we all die. And the only thing left on this planet are cockroaches and Terrence. (laughs) I, I love it. You have the same spirit that Neil Young has. Fuck it. I don't care. Yeah, I'm old. I don't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> if I was younger, I'd care more. It'd be like, oh my God, break that radio. Fuck you. I got my iPod shuffle. I'll be playing that shit for the next, I don't know, two, three years before I kick the bucket, man. Because I'm going to say pink fraud a lot. And I'll listen to Momentary Lapse of Reason and Division Bell on a loop for a couple years. That should kill me. <laughs> But yeah, you know, I think it's silly and in the end, nothing's going to fucking change. And all I can say is, you know, if if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's great. That's I hope you fucking meatloaf right the fuck out. Ouch. Right. Meatloaf. Right the fu- oh, my meatloaf died. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Meatloaf. And I, I got to, you know, I, I, I talked about this in the past. Um. Uh, when I was a kid, I hated fucking meatloaf. I thought that was the epitome of old people music. I'm like, oh, if you like that shit, you were so old and out of touch. And then as I got older, I was like, oh, I kind of like that song. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about bad out of hell shit. Not yeah, that yeah, yeah. I'll do anything for love shit. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, meatloaf was a very staunch, like, you know, anti-vaxxer and shit like that. And what happened? He died from COVID. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so sad. I no, no, it's not. It's no, I it's mean, not. no, no, no. To me, it's sad. I, I understand where you're coming from. I'm not a big it's, meatloaf fan either. You know, I only own Bad Out of Hell, but I saw him live. Check it out. I was dating yeah. this girl, 1994, when that song was really big, and he was headlining the Miami Arena. She wanted to go bad, and I'm like, oh, 
And then I saw Meatloaf opening act, Cheap Trick. Okay, I'll take it. You know, I was like, fuck, I'll get to see Cheap Trick. Woke up for the Monster Tour. So I go to the show, and Cheap Trick kicked ass, of course. Then Meatloaf comes out, and man, that motherfucker can sing. And you know what was really cool about that show? Was playing on playing guitar in his band at the Paul time. Crook? No, um, Bernie Torme, the late great Bernie. Oh, Torme. really? Yeah, Bernie Torme was his guitar player on Bad Out of Hell 2 tour, at least the Miami Arena show. It was him. So, yeah, and you know, I saw Meatloaf and he sang his ass off, and I didn't leave the show going, Oh my god, I need to get every Meatloaf album. But I enjoyed it, you know what I'm saying? And I loved his part in uh, Pick a Destiny. On Kickapoo, the song Kickapoo. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, to me, to me, my favorite meatloaf is uh, Riding on the Wall off Free For All. That, to me, that's the best meatloaf. I mean, what I've heard of meatloaf. That song fucking right. rock. He sings a lot of great songs on Free For All. But man, Riding on the Wall, that song fucking rules, man. It's like Stranglehold Part 2. You know, I love it. But oh, yeah, Great in, fucking album. Yeah, it's an awesome album. Rest in peace, meatloaf. Uh, it's sad. It's sad that you were an anti-vaxxer. I wish you were still around. Because honestly, if you would have got vaccinated, you'd be home now coughing your ass off. You wouldn't be in hospital. Because my parents are in their 80s, dude. And they got the they got the they got the fucking uh, corona, man, and and they're fine now because they got vaccinated. You know? They're 80 and, something. And and I, I'm I'm I don't want to say hard lined on. Well, maybe, but. You know who's an anti-vaxxer? Who? My mother. My mother. Oh, wow. Yeah, is hardline. And, and my mother is a cancer survivor. Won't get vaccinated. She's come to see me here in a couple months in New Orleans. And, and she was telling me, you know, all these plans she wants to do. She wants to go to the World War II Museum, you know, because my grandfather, both my grandfathers were World War II veterans. And, and she's never been there. I'm like, Mom, you know, you got to get vaccinated to go there. And she won't do it. She won't do it. And she's like, okay, I guess we're not going to the museum. And she's telling me about this restaurant she wants me to take her to. Because my mom lived in New Orleans for a while. I'm like, mom, you know, we can't go there unless you get vaccinated. And she's so fucking stubborn about this shit. She's like, well, you go in there, you you get me a fucking po' boy and, 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 and bring it home. I'm like, fine, I'll do that. But I mean, do you realize like this whole trip you wanted to do, you can't do. Because you won't get goddamn you know vaccination ah fuck the democrats and blah, and i'm like you know i'm just like whatever whatever yeah i, I love her she's my mother and and you know she, i i i love her like terrence's mom loves fucking black dick Girl, that's hot yeah you know but you know at the at the same time if my if my mom was to get fucking covid and die i'd be like that's on you, woman. I love you, but that's on you. You know, it's just, it's so fucking stupid. Well, you know, you know what? Look, man, I don't mean to, you know, be disagreeing with you and shit, but I love your mother. You know that. I love her long time. Oh, I know. You know but, you know, I mean, <laughs> come on. You got to understand. I mean, your mom's not that bright. I mean, she's so dumb that she thinks Johnny Cash is a pay toilet. <laughs> True story. Yeah. She's True a story. dumbass. By the way, mark that as a mom joke for this episode. Stay, oh, tuned, stay, tuned, stay tuned for dick jokes and these nuts jokes coming up. So immature. You know, your so mom immature. is so dumb that she watches the Three Stooges to take notes. 
true. And and just a little reminder uh, to Terrence, if he tries to sue us after this episode, we're uh, represented by the law firm of Howard, Howard and Fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you know, Ian, your mom is so dumb. (laughs) She sold her car to get gasoline money. (laughs) Seriously, that's dumb. That's that's terrible. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. Well, Meat Loaf's dead because he's dumb. Next and, story. And your mother's so dumb that we stand, <laughs> we, we stand next to her, uh, you, you can hear the ocean. <laughs> but not sweet Georgia Brown. You got to you got to stand that's, you got to stand next to Terrence's mom's vagina to hear that. Exactly. All right. Former death members Rick Roz and Terry Butler to perform entire leprosy album on summer 2022 tour. Yeah. Now he, that- he, yeah, he, he called me. Uh, yeah, me and him are buddies now. I'm being an Eddie Trump now. He called me. Uh, Rick Roz? Roz? Yeah. Okay. He's, he's been on my YouTube channel and, you know, I have his number. Nice. He called me like a, a week or two ago to have Thrash and I reform to play the Florida shows that they're doing. And I said, no, it ain't going to happen, dude. I was like, you crazy? And then he said, well, okay. Uh, but, you know, before I go, I got to tell you. Uh, Ian's mom is so dumb that she sold her house to pay her mortgage. Oh, <laughs> I was like, "Come on, dude!" I mean, I know the, I know she's dumb, but Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> terrible. Are, are you are you really gonna play with death though? No, or, well, no what, whatever they call themselves. No, no, um, no. He wants us to reform to do some shows with them. But also, here's the cool thing: he's gonna write a song. For me to sing on, and Brian's gonna play drums, so we're gonna do some collaboration thing. I don't know how many songs there are, but yeah, he was said he was binge watching a Thrasher Die, and he likes my vocals, and he wants to do something. And I was like, "Yo, right on!" He goes, and he goes, "Yeah, dude, we'll do it. I'll send you the song." And by the way, Ian's mom is so dumb. <laughs> it took her two hours to watch sixty minutes. You know, that I can believe, but I cannot believe he asked you to do that because Terrence brought up on an episode that Thrash or Die is the worst reviewed uh, thrash band. It, it, on- it was. It was, actually. It, it was. Um, it's not no more. But, not, you know, here's the funny thing. How do you know it's the worst reviewed on <laughs> a, a metal encyclopedia if there's a quadrillion bands on? Did somebody read through every fucking band to find out ours was the worst? But... Terrence. Exactly. You know what? Yeah, Terrence. Yeah, probably it is true. Probably Terrence did. He's got the time. But my point is, um, I've never read it, though I keep hearing about it. People bring in, you know, my some of my band members go all piss her. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to read it. I, I don't give a fuck. You know, on the bottom line, dude, if you like what you're doing, who cares what anybody thinks? But what I understand is, is what I heard. I don't know how true this is. There's been... Uh, comments afterwards uh, that are like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. This band is awesome. And some of those comments I heard, one of the comments said something like, I can't believe this is the band that's got the worst review on Encyclopedia Metal. (laughs) You know, they're awesome. And I'm thinking, damn, you know, I mean, this guy must have uh, as much time as Terrence to go through every fucking band's reviews to find out where the worst. But 
no, uh, we're we probably are the worst. And if we are the worst, that's awesome. You know, hey, we're number one in something, right? So hey, it, it doesn't. Hey, I I read a positive review on that site, and uh, the guy's name was. This is not Ralph Vieira. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah. Oops, I gave it away. Oh uh, God. And Next. also, the other, the other positive review was also me from KingTube. <laughs> All right. Well, next story: Sammy Hagar and the Circle announced their Crazy Times Summer 2022 amphitheater tour they're coming they're coming my way man and I yeah marked, i marked on my calendar that night i'm gonna watch paint dry well you know I, I i looked at where they're playing apparently it's not big venues because you know where they're not playing where terrence's mom's vagina wow yeah because they can't, yeah they can't sell that out i'm telling too you, many if, seats if only skid row gets a bashing i'm sure they can play there yeah, yeah. Oh, if Skid Row got Sebastian, they could play Terrence's mom's vagina. But that, well, that, that's... They'd have to rope it off, but they could play it. <laughs> Here, here's a story. It sounds like fucking Terrence wrote this shit. DJ Ashba said Buckethead didn't really fit in Guns N' Roses. I saw that. He, t- he took the coolness out of the band. The balls. Yeah, this, <laughs> this guy. I mean, I saw them with Buckethead, and I saw him with this fool. And Bucket, I wiped the floor with him. I, I'm sorry. This guy with his stupid, oh, well, I'm going to wear a top hat, too, and make it a little different. The guy was a, yeah. the guy was borderline Tommy Thayer. Come on. And, oh, and he sucks. He's so just, bad. He sucks. Look what he, th- look what he does. 6 a.m. in that Saints of Los Angeles Motley Crue album. Yeah. What oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the ball's on this guy to come out and admit he played on that album. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, if I played on that album, I'd like, yeah, no, that's cool. That's a, I'd keep that. It's the same thing. I don't know if you saw this recently. This is another news story. The guy from Europe was uh, had a band before he was in Europe, Marcelo, whatever his name is, that right. that poison ripped off I Want Action. And right. I heard him back to back. <laughs> it's a total blatant ripoff. And I'm thinking, why the fuck would you admit to this? You know? <laughs> Seriously. What the fuck, man? All right. Well, here here's a story uh, that kind of broke and changed since we've done our last episode. Uh, it just blows my fucking mind that Judas Priest was going to tour as a four piece. Yeah. And and man, people were going crazy on the internet over this. And I think rightfully that, that'd be like Thin Lizzy going out as like we're going to have no guitarists. You know, we, certain we talk, bank. We, we already talked about this, Ian. Oh, did we? Yeah. Yeah. Because I edit the shows, remember? Oh. Well, yeah. they're not doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they went. Yeah. <laughs> we we have not discussed that they went back on it because actually for a rare occurrence, uh, the, they actually listen to the fans, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, as Judas Priest fans, where, where you have Tommy Thayer and Eric Singer... And kiss because nobody's going to speak up in the kiss army. Oh my god, it's kiss. Let them do what they want. It, shh, just let them do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, I'm glad they didn't do this. That would have been, I mean, horrible. How do you do that? Yeah, it, it, it's that Jane Andrews, that manager. She's terrible. 
She's just a terrible yeah. manager. That's why KK ain't back. It's because of her. Yeah. 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 Never let a chick run your shit. Let that be the the lesson you get from this. Exactly. You know who learned that was the M and M's factory. I don't know if you know the story, Ian, but your uh -uh. mother's your mother's so dumb <laughs> that she. Was, How dumb is she? She was fired from the M and M factory for throwing away all the W's. <laughs> dumb. I'm telling you, dumb. It, it, you know, Ralph, it's like you're stuck in fourth grade. I'm immature. It's fun. <laughs> I'm immature. I'm childish. This is grade school shit. <clears throat> but guess what? I leave my room from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, on that note, let's get into the album we're going to talk about. And this one we're dedicating uh, to Terrence Rear End. Yes. Uh, or, yes. Or or the KKK of the RMCP, as he calls himself. Yes. The KKK or, 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 or Queen Tube or Andrew Jacobs sucks balls or Staten Island sucks. Uh, we're we're going to dedicate this to all his alter egos. Yeah. We are going to record the 13th album from Pink Floyd. Uh, yet again, the first album from Pink Fraud. 1987's Momentary Lapse of Reason. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> oh, my God. You know your mom's so dumb she sold the house to pay the mortgage? That's enough. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> you know, she's so dumb she sent me a fax with a stamp on it. Tell you, dumb, dumb. <laughs> you, know, you know, your mom's so dumb. She called the operator at once to get the number for 911. Serious, true story. Dumbass bitch. Yeah, but she likes these. Uh, these what? <laughs> these nuts. Boy, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> what? You got me. Coming up, dick jokes at 11. Oh. God. What, what a fucking... It's so horrible. I had to listen to this fucking album. And I listened to it once and a half times. Uh, once the original album, and they also re-released this uh, a year or two ago. And the re-release is not only a remix, but there was... Uh, some re-recording involved because on the original th this is this is a david gilmore solo album um but on, on this remix they not only added more uh contributions from rick wright on keyboards but uh nick mason actually played drums on the re-recording and i gotta tell you I, I i don't know which one is worse but this is a band that, that both of us love, you know. I, I think we both agree we love Pink Floyd. I, I think you've gone on record as saying The Wall is your favorite album of all time, Ralph. It is. Uh, and 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 they are very near and dear to my heart. But uh, to me, this, this, this is some Van Hagar shit right here. Uh, oh, dear. Oh, my. Uh 
Mm, this is a rough one. But we just needed like one further thing to push Terrence over the fucking edge. And so we figured we'd deliver the truth with our re- uh, our review of a momentary lapse of reason. But Ralph, why don't you talk about how you discovered Pink Floyd and uh, when you heard this album? Uh, I discovered Pink Floyd because they were all over. Uh, Dark Side of the Moon was a huge hit when I was a little kid. And I knew Money and Time and Eclipse. I knew those songs from the radio. I think the first thing I ever owned from Pink Floyd was Animals on A-Track, which had an extra track. I don't know if you're aware of this. I mean, uh, uh-uh. well, Pigs on the Wing, you know the beginning of the song? Uh, right. The beginning of the album? Well, it's the beginning and the end of the album, all in one song with Snowy Shaw doing a guitar solo in the middle of it. It's actually like maybe like a two and a half minute song. And yeah, oh, okay. it was on the A-Track. You can get it now on YouTube, of course. But yeah, and I love that album. For the longest time, that was my favorite Pink Floyd album, was the, was Animals. I couldn't get enough of it. And uh, I loved it. I, you know, and I love Pipers. I love uh, some of the more stuff. And, uh, you know, that Nile song is heavy, man. That's some... Oh, yeah. That's some heavy shit. So yeah, I love Pink Floyd. Now this, you know, I got... I, I can't say, like, Terrence level, but I got swept up a little bit when they reformed for this Pink Fraud shit because they they booked the, the a show at the Orange Bowl. So, you know, I went to go see it, and it sucked, Ian. It was so bad. It really sucked. It was like they didn't play nothing from Animals. Went to go see Division Bell, same shit. They played nothing from Animals. And it's just a bunch of people on stage and... With this new garb, dude, you think this is bad? I mean, well, I think Division Bell is even worse than this. Um, it's just—it's not Pink Floyd. It is, in fact, Pink Fraud. It's not real. It's a David Gilmore. You know, you were telling me earlier. I didn't. I wasn't aware Nick Mason didn't play on this whole album. Or Rick, right? You know, I mean, what the fuck? How can you call it Pink Floyd if you don't have at least those two members throughout the whole thing? Um, but you know, whatever. Uh, but you know, I will say, spoiler, there are a couple songs I like off this. Okay, well, uh, I discovered Pink Floyd probably in the mid 80s. I just knew, uh, you know, you know, that they were a very hype band, very love band, and I knew that Dark Side was like considered like the best album ever, and I'll never forget, uh, my my dad and his girlfriend at the time went out, left me home alone, and I was like, ah, digging through my dad's records. I'm like, I'm gonna check out this Pink Floyd album, and I listened to Dark Side and did not get it, you know. And at this time, you know, I'm listening to Oh My God, Kiss and Cinderella and stuff like that. I'm like, what, what, is, what is this shit? You know, I'm like, this this is nonsense. Fast forward a couple months later, I gave it another listen, and it just hit. It just hit like a ton of bricks. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Um, fell in love with the band. And th- this is this is probably about a year before this album came out. I'm like, oh, man, you know, Pink Floyd's awesome. Got animals, you know, got the wall. I'm like, this is great. And then I heard Learn to Fly. And I was like, uh, I'm like, this sounds like fucking Genesis. You know, this ain't the same. 
but I kept delving back in, into the history of Pink Floyd and, and just fell in love with this band more and more. Um, but I never bought this album when it came out. In fact, I didn't get this album till 1992 when I bought it. At the time, they put out a Pink Floyd box set. This huge, like, you know, it was in a big box and all the, it didn't have all the albums, but it had a lot of, and, uh, you know, you'd put it in a box and it had the the cover of Dark Side on it. Hey, dude, dude, I, dude, dude, you can stop now. I know all about it. Terrence's dad bought it for him. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, you know, listen to this is like, man, what a fucking drop off, you know, in quality. And, and just like this, this is called Pink Floyd. I mean, th this is fucking Genesis, you know, and, and not like even good Genesis. This is like invisible touch shit. You know, and in fact, I think a lot of these songs would fit on invisible touch. I can't dance. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't see Pink Floyd on this tour. I did see him twice on the Division Belt tour. And I, I don't know. I, I haven't listened to Division Bell in years. But I remember thinking while I it was nothing like the old shit, that it sounded more like Pink Floyd at least than Momentary Lapse of Reason. And the two shows that I saw, I liked... Uh, I saw him once in the nosebleeds tripping on acid so fucking hard and it, it was amazing. And then I saw him uh, with my wife. We had fifth row center and and that was cool. Except when they played money and there's like the woo woo. Remember that shit when they would play money during the David Gilmore years and there was the woo woo no. chant in it? No, oh. I, don't, I don't revisit that shit. I saw it. Oh. I don't remember that. Oh, oh, it was disgusting. But, you know, like nowadays, I, I've seen Roger Waters. And, like, if you want to see Pink Floyd, go see Roger Waters. Don't go. Well, you, you can't see this shit anymore because even Gilmore knows he's been beat. Well, I you mean, know. Even, even at the time, Ian, think about it, man. You think, you think uh, if he would have released this album as a David Gilmore album, they'd be playing Stadium. David Gilmore as a solo artist does not have the same impact as Roger Waters. Does David Gilmore tour arenas across this fucking world like Roger Waters does? I don't think so. Oh, God, no. Oh, so. not at all. But I will say, uh, the first David Gilmore solo album, just titled David Gilmore, is awesome. Really good. Really good. I put it up there with some Floyd albums. And then in 1984, he released an album called About Face that was just as horrible as this album and he had to cancel tour dates because i mean no sales i mean it was really really bad and that's sad because to me david gilmore is top 10 guitarist of all time you want to talk about a motherfucker who has a sound you know you, when you hear david gilmore for better or for worse, you know it's David Gilmore. Fuck Eric Clapton. Fuck all that. When you hear David Gilmore, it's David Gilmore. So important to the sound of Pink Floyd. Uh, not only guitar-wise, but, you know, his vocals. I love his voice. I mean, I, is is amazing. 
Terrence is jacking off now. But without Roger Waters pulling those puppet strings, you know what you're left with? Is fucking David Lee Roth less Eddie Van Halen. There goes Terrence's hard on. Yeah. I mean, it's honestly the same thing. It's the same thing. Listening to Pink Floyd without Roger Waters is like listening to Van Halen without David Lee Roth. It, it's like you, you have this genius that, that has nobody to rope him in and, and to show him the right way. You know, just, just squanders his fucking talent. And this shit is fucking horrible. Horrible. The, 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 the same way Van Halen is without David Lee Roth, directionless, commercial, uh, fucking, you know, by the numbers, subpar, bullshit. You know, and it's weird that, you know, two guitarists with so much talent and such a defined sound cannot find their ass from a hole in the ground without the true genius behind it. In Van Halen, it's David Lee Roth. And in this band, it's Roger Waters. No doubt. Without, without his lyrics, without his driving bass, uh, you know, without his sense of making something great. I, I mean, you're just left with an incredible guitar player that's just hung out to dry with nothing to do. I, I mean, it's... You know, there, there's certain people that need each other in music. There's there's a Lennon and McCartney. You know, there's a Jagger and Richards. There's a Vieira and Wadley. You know, it's you. You know, there there's some, a there's a Terrence and Queen too. <laughs> there you go. You, you know, it, it, it's it's so apparent. You know, sometimes it's it's the friction. That creates what it is. You and I are very different. You know, we're we're, al we're alike a lot, but we're different. But man, when you get us together, that's what makes this podcast what it is. Yeah, that's why you know? we fake our friendship, dude. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So we make no money. So, uh, yeah. But it, it, it's the same thing with you know, Lennon and McCartney. They can do good things on their own, but they will never achieve that greatness without each other. Jagger and Richards, Roth and, and Van Halen. Terrence and Mark. No, no, Mark Mark's done a lot with his life. <laughs> Mark Mark has a fucking job. Mark has multiple podcasts. I'm kidding, so. Mark. I'm it's just a joke. But it's like Terrence without cribs. <laughs> we might as well get into this piece of crap. I'll take the first track. Um Signs of life. Oh, they should have called this shit hospice. Because that's what it fucking sounds like to me. It sounds of fucking death. Uh, you listen to other instrumentals and, and soundscapes through other Pink Floyd albums. And there, there's some kind of like, okay, this makes sense. You know, this adds something to the album. This adds absolutely nothing. Um this is just David Gilmore and Nick Mason's on it, but only doing spoken vocals. Uh, Bob Ezrin's on it. John Karen on synthesizers. There's like three, four people playing synthesizers and one guy doing spoken word. 
And this is how you introduce uh, the new Pink Floyd Mach 3, if you will. Uh, this shit deserves to open up for a puppet show. What do you think, Ralph? Nah, it's just an intro. Sounds like some guy rowing a boat or some shit with some eerie keyboards. And Rick Wright, I didn't know there was two other people playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Rick Wright ain't on this motherfucker. Oh, he's not. No. Oh, it's Nick Mason that's on. So Yeah, uh, yeah. No, no, Nick Mason doing spoken word. Yeah, he's not even playing. <laughs> well, there's no drums in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, but yeah, you know why Rick Wright didn't uh contribute on this because he did utter the words pink fraud and he was in the hospital for like five <laughs> months for saying the words pink fraud. Uh, I think Terrence said that. It's, it's shit. It's stupid. It's it's just, and this ain't the only little interlude bullshit on this house. Oh, no, there's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll go to the next one. I, I do like this song, but it's not Pink Floyd, man. It sounds like a David Gilmore song. I'm talking about learning to fly, you know, you know, or Pink Fraud. Oh, oops. Well, I'm going to die for saying that. Like Richard Wright. Um, I like it, though. I do like the song, but... I'm judging it by a song, but it doesn't sound like Pink Floyd to me at all. It sounds like David Gilmore. It's a David Gilmore soul song. And I'm sure probably it was. And he's like, look, if I release another solo, I'm ain't going to do shit. We got to get the Pink Floyd name. I need to play big venues and sell a lot of records. And the only way I can do it, even with this song that I like, you're going to have to fucking put the brand Pink Floyd on it for it to sell. And for, for me to play stadium, because otherwise uh, we're boned, you know? So, yeah, I like it, but, you know, uh, I stand by everything else I say. What do you think? Uh, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. It, it's all right. It's serviceable. Uh, this one, of course, David Gilmore's on. Nick Mason does play drums on this, spoken word and sound effects. Uh, Richard Wright does play keyboards on this. Uh, but along with John Karen, uh, Tony Levin plays bass, uh, you know, and there's other, you know, another percussionist and all this shit. It, it's a, it, this is what I would really call pink fraud, pink fraud, because it's not Pink Floyd, but there, there's enough in it to sound like Pink Floyd. But David Gilmore even said, you know, a lot of these songs were stuff that he had written for a third solo album. And, but they decided to call it Pink Floyd. And the way this whole thing happened was Nick Mason went to a solo Roger Waters show in 85. And after that show, he expressed how he missed touring as Pink Floyd, you know, and performing as Pink Floyd and went to David Gilmore and that was kind of the impetus to, to, you know, to start this whole fraud campaign going. Uh, because, you know, Gil, I mean, uh, Waters had already given his reg resignation in 85, saying he's done. He, he felt that they were creatively spent as a team and, and you know, couldn't do anymore. It's an okay song. It's, it, it's not horrible. It's passable. But it's far from the glory days. That's for damn sure. All right. Well, I'll go into the next song. Dogs of War. Oh, my God. Now, on this, the only 
Pink Fraud member to appear on this is David Gilmore. No Richard Wright, no Nick Mason. Uh, you got John Karen on keyboards, Tony Levin on bass, Carmine Apice on drums, uh, you know, a bunch of other people filling in on background vocals and saxophone and shit. Uh, this is absolutely fucking horrible. This is this is Gilmore trying to do like a dark, like Roger Waters type song, and it doesn't work without his poetry lyrics and and his angst and just the spitting venom. Uh, it just rings hollow and fucking empty. Uh, horrible, horrible fucking track. What do you think, Ralph? I like this one, yeah. Um, oh. But then again, I like Monster from Scab Kiss. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminds me of the darker songs on the wall that Roger Ro- wrote. Uh, you know, they had to bring that Waters element to the song to to fool like the KKK of the RMCP, the KKK priests, you know, to like it. And listening to it today, um, I was like, you know, like you were saying earlier, and I do agree. David Gilmore is one of the greatest guitar players. And I never really noticed how weak his guitar solo is on this. But what I really like about this song, and this will shock you, I love the sax solo. I think the sax solo is awesome, and I hate instruments you blow into. But I think the sax solo is fucking killer. And and it's the exception to the rule of what I think about instruments you blow into. But uh, I like it, man. I do like it. But you'll never hear me utter that with all the rest of the songs on here. (laughs) I'll I'll take the next one. One Slip. Now, this is grade A musical vomit right here. So fucking dated sounding. You know, I expect to see Don Johnson and Michael Phillips, whatever the fuck, driving down Ocean Drive to this song. Uh, it's, it's, It's fucking, you know... With Waters, their music was timeless, dude. This is this song is pure timeline, pure time capsule, you know, a pure cash grab since they can't do shit as solo artists, you know. Notice Waters uh, does these huge tours, you know. Uh, when does David does he even play like probably play theaters, if anything? Uh, but he can't. Uh, he has to get the Pink Floyd brand. I think it's a shitty ass song. What do you think? <laughs> My favorite song on the album. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but you're an 80s yeah. kid. Yeah. Oh, no, no. And, and and I admit this in my notes. I fucking love this song. He wrote this with Phil Manzerner or however the fuck you say his name. Guy from Roxy Music. I love this fucking song. But this, this is about as fucking Pink Floyd is kisses the fucking she's so european yeah you know it, it it sounds nothing like pink floyd nothing like it i i love the song if this was on a david gilmore solo album, i'd be like hey okay well that's a cool track you know but you do uh, hear the dated miami vice type oh yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. and, and i and, and this is one i listened to on the 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 new remix mixed or re-recorded version and and I didn't like it. I didn't like it because to me it didn't sound '80s enough. Oh, they took you away know? the Miami Vice element. Well, 
it's still kind of there a little bit. And it's funny that you mentioned that because I've mentioned that in a lot of these songs. Uh, you know, I get that Miami Vice, like 80s, like mid to late 80s Genesis feel off a lot of this fucking shit. Far more than I get Pink Floyd. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I adore this fucking track. I think it's got a great beat, a great feel to it. But it's not Pink Floyd whatsoever. Whatsoever. There's there's nothing Pink Floyd about this other than that voice and and that guitar. But even the guitar, that's like a total 80s David Gilmore, not a classic sounding David Gilmore. Uh, but yeah, it's my favorite track on the album. So that ought to tell you what I what I think about this fucking turd. The next song. On the turning away, oh my God, is is this? Uh, it, it's hard to say what's my least favorite song on this album, but th- this is in the running. This is in the running. I hate this fucking song. I remember seeing the video on uh, MTV they put out for this, and and it's so it's so bad. It, it's almost got like a Celtic, like bad Irish folk song vibe to it. Uh, oh, God. I mean, there is nothing good to say about this. It's so hollow, so empty. I kind of see what he's reaching for. It's almost like it's trying to be like a meaningful, like waters us ballad without any of the, you know, the gravitas that fucking waters brings to it i mean it's just empty plastic soulless fucking crap god do i hate this fucking song what do you think ralph yeah man this shit sucks this this, i remember was on the radio uh back then but it's not on the radio anymore because this song this song aged is aged like milk it's like insomnium (laughs) It's, it's fucking terrible, dude. Listen to this. It's so dated and so boring. It's like, I'd pass yeah. out. Yeah, this is a song to pass. It's a great song to pass out to. Yeah, it's, it sounds like Mike and the Mechanics. Like a Mike and the Mechanics B-side. Yeah, it's just it's just bad. Trying to be all emotional and shit. It just doesn't work. Uh, no, right. The next one's called Yet Another Movie. Yeah, yeah. Pass me the jukebox and the binky because it's nappy nap time. You know, them fucking dated Miami Vice drones are in full effect on this one. What a fucking joke. You know, this song This song should be called yet another shitty song. Uh, what a snooze fest. Don't like it, Ian. What do you think? Oh, horrible. And can you believe that this song was played at every show on the on the tour for this album? That's why you should take big time drugs when you go see Pink Floyd. Uh, imagine going to see Pink Floyd and having to hear this shit. Instead of sounds sheep. like, yeah, so, sounds like a cross between Miami Vice and a fucking Budweiser commercial. Yeah, uh, it's a fucking empty can. It's an empty beer bottle. It's so shallow. Yet you know you're trying to do. You're trying to sound like Pink Floyd, but the soul is gone. You know, it's like, it's so fucking bad. I mean, them touring as Pink Floyd for this shit is like Pete Best touring as the Beatles. 
<laughs> you know, it, it it it's fucking horrible. Or Terrence, uh, uh, Torrance has the, the the Freeform Rock podcast. <laughs> oh my god! All right, we'll go to the next song. Horrible, horrible instrumental called "Round and Around." Pointless, pointless. Like what the? F- like, are you just trying to fill up the fucking album? I, I, this adds zero. I mean, Pink Floyd used to have soundscapes and, and you know different kind of weird shit that you know made sense was part of a of a palette of a, of a, a huge beautiful fucking painting of of madness. This is this is robotic fucking crap. What do you think of round and around? Fuck, it's so forgettable that I'm looking at my notes and I'm like, I don't remember writing this. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad this song is. It's so forgettable, it's not even worth talking about. So I'll take the next one. Uh, a new machine. Uh, it sucks, but at least it's short. What do you think? Uh, what the fuck? Um, I, I, I was, oh, I, I, I gotta go to this. I, I gotta read this shit. Cause it's gotta be read to be believed. Um, there's a, this is new machine part one and there's a new machine part two that surround the next coming song. Uh, David Gilmore said a new machine has a sound I've never heard to anyone to do. Uh, the noise gates, the voice called voice coders, open up something new, which to me seemed like a wonderful sound effect that no one had done before. It, it's, it's, hold on, what's he say? It's invona- it's invasion of a sort. Like, what the fuck do you think you invented? This shit is horrible. It sounds so fucking bad. So it, this sounds like like Max Headroom wouldn't even do this shit. <laughs> shit. Uh, it's fucking terrible. It's it, what a waste of fucking tape. Like you're just trying to fill up some fucking time. It, uh, uh, unbelievable how shitty this is. But then I'll take the next song that's sandwiched in between two pieces of shit bread. Terminal Frost. But, but Ian, you didn't finish the, what he, David Gilmore said in that interview. Oh, I didn't? Yeah, at the end he said, oh, and Ian's mom is so dumb that they had, to, they had to burn down the school just to get her out of second grade. <laughs> Grow up. That's dumb. Immature. <laughs> All right, we'll take the next song, Terminal Frost. Uh, holy shit. You, sir, are no echoes. This is Kenny G's Pink Floyd. Uh, uh, six minutes and 17 seconds of this horrible fucking, like, uh, this shit sounds like, oh, what's that asshole that used to be on Entertainment Tonight? John uh, Tesh? Yes. How did I know that? I'm weird. Thank you. Thank you for pulling that out of your ass. This yeah. sounds like Kenny, Kenny D, fucking John Tesh, while fucking Terrence is sucking off Vincent Van Goat. I mean, <laughs> through the ear. 
the, it, it's horrible. I, I, I mean, think about all the amazing instrumental Pink Floyd songs. You know, careful with that axe, echoes. I, I mean, all the amazing shit. And now you got this, this robotic 80s fucking bullshit. Holy, what kind of molested racist retard would champion this shit? I ask you, Ralph. Well, I this song, Terminal Frost, I'm convinced if you listen to this crap on multiple times, it will turn you into a racist shut-in that mooches off daddy and lives in a fan- fantasy world. Case in point, the KKK priest of the RMCP. What a not, drawn not, out, what? Not just mooch off daddy, but the taxpayers. When you're driving around and you hit a pothole and there's no money to fix the fucking streets and you see all this shit going around and, oh, we ain't got money to do this, but you know what they got money to do? Give Terrence to stay the fuck home and to spend your fucking tax dollars. But your tax dollars are paying for Terrence to sit at home and to buy seven fucking copies of this album. You're paying for it, sucker. Yep. Sucker. That's what you get for working. Exactly. Well, I'm not done with this song. Um, Go I, on. I just said, you know, this is why Terrence is so whacked out for hearing this multiple times. But the song goes nowhere. But you know, while I'm listening, I get this vision of Bruce Willis coming out in the middle of the song with his Nuno character. Was that the name of it? A Bruno? Whatever. The Bruno. Yeah. Bruno. Yeah. And he starts singing uh, in the middle of the song under a Miller Light sign with it near a pool table <laughs> that's what i yep. I could see him like singing to you know to to, to a pool cue <laughs> you know sing yep. to a pool this cue. notes for you yeah under under a fucking miller light and uh and you know singing to the song i can totally see him fit but you know he turned that shit down uh because i'm sure they asked him to do it but he's like fuck that call rich right and nick mason they ain't got nothing to do. I, I i make i make money you know I mean, I just saw Mick Mason in a McDonald's in a drive-thru. Um, this, this song sucks, dude. It's pure garbage water. But uh, remember right before this song, that horrible New Machine Part 1? Yeah. Now, yeah. There, now there's a New Machine Part 2, which is just as bad, if not worse, than the last fucking horrible thing where... Robot voice... Fucking horrible. Horrible. I, I mean, you think side one was lackluster. Side two is even fucking worse. I, I mean, that's why seriously, as, as bad as Division Bell could be, I, I really don't see why anybody could think it's worse than this. I, th- I think this is far more offensive and far more or less Pink Floyd. Uh than this one absolutely horrible what do you think of a new machine part two this sounds like the soundtrack to all the voices in terrence's head (laughs) but you know what at least it's short i got something good to say about it short you know uh so yeah Yeah. it sucks Uh, you read about you read about that 38 seconds thank god yeah all right then we go to the last track thank god uh sorrow you know, I could see Terrence playing air guitar to this one, 
with his loose-ass shirt pulled up to his nipples, uh, trying to impress his Hitler poster. Uh, <laughs> it's another one of those stupid Pink Frog songs trying to fit into the 80s that did not age well. You know, like the hair on the top of Terrence's head. What a shitty-ass song. Fuck the sorrow. Look at the, you know what, man? I, I Like I said, I like the first two songs. And I never, ever ventured to hear any of these songs for decades till, you know, I had to take notes for this shit. Wow. It's worse than I remember, actually. Really bad. What do you think? Uh, well, this this is one I'm kind of torn on. Um, because this is one that really, I got to admit, grabbed me live. I saw them twice on the Division Bell tour, like I said. And uh, both times I played this song. I think it came across really good live. But then again, you you had Nick Mason playing. You had Richard Wright. Um, I, I really enjoyed it live. And I remember, you know, after hearing it live, I was like, fuck, maybe I need to go back and listen to that fucking album again. Uh, listening to the studio version again, I, I get what you're saying. It has none of the power, none of the... You know, the gravitas, you know. Um, but, you know, when they would, when Pink Fraud was playing this live, it would be uh, much longer. It's already a eight minute, you know, eight and a half minute song, almost nine minutes song. It'd be longer live because there would be an extended uh, David Gilmore solo, which would always be phenomenal. I mean, this guy is one of the greatest guitar players of all time. But yeah, the, the studio version, I'm like, eh, eh. And this is one he wrote the lyrics before uh, the song, which he's, he said he'd never done before. You know, which is funny because, you know, so many other people wrote the lyrics on this. On Division Bell, his wife wrote half the fucking lyrics. Show you what a cuckold he is. Um, but, uh, man, I, I love this live, but listen to it again, studio version. I get what you're saying, Ralph. I mean, it's still tied for my favorite, this and one slip. But that shows you what I feel about this album. If this and one slip, you know, are my favorite tracks on the fucking album. But I don't, I don't uh, really, I don't really blame you, Ian, because you know, uh, you were raised by you know your mom, who you know, by the way, your mom is so dumb. How dumb is she? That she bought a solar-powered flashlight. <laughs> Grow up. So immature. You're a diva. That's dumb. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that is our review of 1987's A Momentary Lapse of Reason, or I would say A Permanent Loss of Credibility. Uh, it was released September 7th, 1987, produced by Bob Ezrin and David Gilmore. Believe it or not, this thing is like uh, five times fucking platinum. Uh, only made it to number three on the charts. Uh, so as you Sammy Hagar fans uh, admit, it means nothing. If it didn't go to number one, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Uh, they, they did a hugely successful tour for this, uh, followed up by a horrible live album called The Delicate Sound of Thunder. And uh, 
you know, I almost implore people to listen to it because it's so bad. It's so bad. I mean, I mean, if you're like, oh, I like Pink Floyd, no matter what, listen to Delicate Sound of Thunder, and be like, eh, they got a point. Uh, just, just horrendous. But at the same time, I, I fully admit, you know, Roger Waters has released like three or four solo albums, and none of them come anywhere close to matching what he did with Pink Floyd. He needs David Gilmore. David Gilmore needs Roger Waters. Without him, they're fucking lost. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just ridiculous. But I, I hope this was the shit that 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 finally pushes Terrence over the edge. I, I, I hope you you choke on a fucking goat dick, and fucking a die. Goat, a goat ear. Yeah, you racist piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, me reflecting on this album, it's like God, it's so dated and old. You know, it's also old in my mom. You know, my mom is so old. How old is she? She walked into an antique store and they kept her. Grow up, Ralph. My mom is so old, her birthday expired. <laughs> my mom is so old, she still owes Moses a quarter. <laughs> My mom was so old that when she was young, rainbows were black and white. <laughs> That's old. That's old. That's like the old. production oh. of the album. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, produced by Bob Ezrin, who I think is one of the most over, like, man, Bob Ezrin did some great shit in the 70s. Killer, man. That's his yeah. best. Yeah. That's his best. Yeah, but, but man, did he peak fucking early. I, I mean, look look at the shit he did from the 80s on. Watch it, buddy. Uh, Don't talk bad about the elder. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, but it's, uh, no, I, I mean, it's, if, if you listen to fucking Revenge, you're like, ooh, listen to that production. You know, you know, or he did a, a Jane's Addiction album that was fucking horrible. You know, it's like this guy, I, I don't know what the fuck. I, I really loved what he did on like the first when it was the Alice Cooper group. And, you know, you got to admit the, the production on Destroyer is good, you know, and the wall's good. But what's he done after that? Nothing, nothing. Talk about, you know, he's living on his name like Terrence is living on. Hey, I was on the first seven episodes of Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. <laughs> and know? I wasn't fired. Yeah, by I the way, quit. By the way, get a petition to get me back on. <laughs> I, I quit. If Ian will reinstate me, yeah. you know. Hey, I told I told that fucker, get a wig. He wouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's another episode of him begging to be on. We got, we and got he, cry, he, he cried like a bitch. Yeah. Oh, please. I, I was laughing. I, I was listening. You, you made this video and you put up on our, our uh, YouTube page, which if you're not part of it, join it. Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, all one word. Uh, I, I didn't even think it was his voice. I thought you added something. No, but it was him like fucking crying. Like, oh, I want to be reinstated. Uh, yeah, because I remember... When we fired him, it was 2014. 
it was one of like two games the Raiders won that year. I was very drunk uh, when I fired his ass. Uh, you know, it's a, who the fuck are you kidding? You lying sack of racist shit. Yeah. Everybody knows uh, every, look, 95% of his viewers know this. They're the ones that are laughing at him. And he's there chest beating like he's talking to people that actually care about him. Nobody cares about you. That's why you make your own fucking YouTube pages to talk to yourself. Because nobody, just like your stupid ass petition, nobody's going to. Go ahead. Like, like he has like a hundred something episodes on fucking 10 albums. Oh, this is for the 45th anniversary of this Queen album. Oh, this is for the, you know, the 25th anniversary of this Super Tramp album, you know? Oh, I talk about, I talk about metal. That's why I'm talking about the Black album. He only talks about albums that either, you know, are prog shit or they sold a gazillion copies. Well, no, he's never that, gonna... that's both, Ian. I mean, if he's going to talk about prog shit, they better have sold, at least went gold him to talk about because he ain't going to talk about like Gentle Giant and all these prog bands that didn't sell right. as much as Yes or Pink Floyd yeah. or Genesis. They have to yeah. sell at least, they have to at least go gold. This guy's a fucking yeah. sham. Where's his Captain Beyond review? Yeah. You know, he, he's, he's never done that. You know, where, you know, we just did an episode on fucking Bathory. And yeah, it, it does nowhere near the numbers as a KISS episode. And it does, but like, it does more numbers than him talking about fucking Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, Dark Side of the Moon turned so many months this month. Sold, it, sold a, it sold 100 gazillion albums, and yet Bathory gets more fucking uh, views than listens than he does when he talks about an album that sold that much. You know, it, it's funny, th this race is fucking turd. I remember I got Roger Waters' last solo album uh, through Mr. X before it came out. And I sent Terrence a copy uh, uh, you know, before it was even released so he could review it. You know, and I've done this a gazillion times. I'm like, let's give Terrence another chance Let's do that. And you always tell me, shut up, Ian, you're drunk, and your mom's a dumb whore who won't get vaccinated. Well, you know, I'm like, but... Because yeah, that, that, that was... You know, <laughs> but I'm like, but you don't understand, you know? And, and you, you, I mean, seriously, in all honesty, I've done that a gazillion times. Let's give him another chance. And you're always like, no, it won't work. He's going to fuck this up. He's going to be a fucking asshole. You know, he's going to... You know, he's going to do all this. And you were right every fucking time. Yeah, because we I was wrong. We brought him back a couple episodes that we never even aired because it was yeah. so bad. Yeah, Th this this guy is horrible. And and fuck his child molesting father for paying the Internet bill. You know, yeah, for not taking the Internet away from him, which is shows he's a shitty dad. Dude, you it's got the cool. FBI at your fucking door, man. You know your son's a problem. All right. Well, now let's go into pick of the week. And my pick of the week is uh, mental health. <laughs> Take care of your fucking mental health. Yeah. If you if you have a freeloading 
non-working child in your house, kick him out, send him to a fucking asylum, and pay for it with your own fucking money. Not my tax dollars. God damn it. What Ralph, you got yeah, a pick of the week? Yeah, I do. But yeah, I got I got a pick of the week. Uh, Michael Jackson's Off the Wall. Uh, Ooh, I love that. My favorite Michael Jackson album. Yeah, mine as well, man. I've been playing the fuck out wow. of it lately. And uh, God, I love it. I love that album. I love the, you know, I love how it's like, it, it just like hits you over the head. The first half and the second half kind of like chills out, but it's awesome. You know, poppy music and uh, man, that song, uh, Get on the Floor, that Lewis Johnson guy on the bass from the Brothers yeah. Johnson. Holy yeah. fuck. What he does on that song is just unbelievable. Thunder thumbs. You know what he does with his thumb and shit? Oh, man. Working Day and oh, Night. Working Day and Night's my favorite off there. But the whole album, I, I love Girlfriend. Oh, you know, actually, my favorite on there is uh, I Can't Help It. The one that Stevie Wonder wrote. Oh, yeah. The one that Stevie Wonder wrote. And I love that. You know, and I asked a co-worker. He's a huge Michael Jackson fan. And I asked him, I, I go, you know who wrote that song? And he's like, no, I go, listen to it. Listen to it. And you can't tell me who wrote that song because it's so Stevie Wonder. I, I mean, even in the vocal delivery and everything, that, that oh, my God. That's I awesome. love, I can't help it. I mean, I'm a huge Stevie Wonder fan. Uh, but that that is my Michael Jackson. I remember, you know, I bought that um after I bought Thriller, of course, I'm going back. I'm like, okay, anything Michael Jackson, you know? Because, I mean, I was a little kid when Thriller came out. I was obsessed with that shit like most of the country was. But I, th- I think it holds up better overall than Thriller does. I really do. I, I mean, don't stop to get enough rock with you, working day and night. You know, get on the floor, off the wall. Girlfriend, she's out of my life. I can't help it. It's the fallen of, you know, burn burn this disco out. Yeah, the whole album. What every song rules. What 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 a fucking album! And you know, we, we talk about rock and metal here, but you know, some shit that just transcends genres. And I'm gonna give all that respect to Michael Jackson because he did that multiple times. You know, he did it with Thriller. That was. You know, people who lived through it remember what a fucking phenomenon that was. But before that, there was this, and this was his big, like, you know, breaking out of the Jackson 5 and the Jacksons. And, you know, of course, he'd done solo shit before that, like, you know, Ben and stuff like that. But this was, like, the big statement. And, again, it's like, what holds up over time? And, and, And this one... Is just phenomenal. Great fucking album. I saw you made a post about this, and I wasn't sure if you were making a joke or you legitimately liked it. No, when, uh, I, when I post something I hate, I get very, um, well, I guess you could have, because I said musical genius. You know, I get very sarcastic. So, yeah, I can see how you can see. But I really mean it. I think the guy's a musical genius. Oh, yeah. His no, voice, I love it. His voice, trans- dude, he's got this pure, especially on this album. His voice is so pure, you know, it's like, it's just pure, you know, and sold 9 million probably after Thriller, probably sold two, three before it, where Thriller, right. Thriller sold 34 million 
It's like that yeah. and the Eagles. Greatest hits are the biggest selling album yeah. of all time. But uh, and I love Thriller, but yeah, this one's better. This is the best one. I love uh, it. That's well, my pick of the week. I, I I couldn't agree more. I think it's a fantastic pick of the week. I love you. I love seeing you pick outside of the box. And uh, I hope there's some people who take this to heart, man. Check out this fucking album if you don't know it. Uh, and and I, also, you know, I, also, like, I also picked it because at the time, he was black. And that's going out to you, Dennis. Oh, yeah. No, I, I loved it. This is like bell pepper nose, Michael Jackson. Look at his nose on this. And then, and then look at bad. You know, it's, it's like before, it was the guy who fucked Terrence's mom. And, you know... Afterwards, you know, it was a guy who, like, you know, was molested by Terrence's dad. Yeah, exactly. You know, by the way, Terrence's mom loves black cock. Yeah, um, that's hot. That's, that's hot. That's they what I'm trying to say. Cock in an SUV. Oh yeah, just punching you upside the fucking head till it does brain damage, just like <laughs> over and over, over and over. Yeah, that that shit might fuck you up. Uh, all right, well, now it's time to go into Fan of the Week. And Fan of the Week this week is all of Terrence's friends. Yeah. Queen Tube. Yeah. Yeah. Queen Tube, Saint whatever. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. All these fucking pre- fake profiles. That's who gives us the numbers. I yeah. love it. I mean, we have, we have our hardcore audience. But if it wasn't for all of Terrence's multiple personalities, listen multiple times, I mean, I mean, our numbers would be in the fucking tank, you know, fucking terrible. So thank you, Terrence, and all your multiple personalities, you crazy racist fucking piece of shit. Shame, shame, shame. But that is that, and that's our response. Keep it up, Terrence. See what the fuck happens. Keep talking about us, bitch. Because you are a bitch. You are a bitch. And and so are you, Chuck Lobson, Anthony Bonex, whatever the fuck your name is. You know, you you revealed yourself as a fucking loser. and and Yeah, piece of shit. You want to talk shit about people and how they fucking look. Where? And this guy, I don't want to go on on video. I don't want to you be know, made fun of. Is exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. You know what? You can say all the shit up you want about me. Say I'm fat. You know, you can, you know, you can say whatever you want about fucking Ralph. At least we got the balls to go on fucking camera. Yeah. You know, and fucking show ourselves. And we don't give a fuck. We really don't. You can say whatever you want. It bounces off us because we're fucking men. And fucking okay. Ter- Terrence exposed your ass when he said, and Chuck told me he even edited a show for, for rock and metal while he was denying, I'm not Chuck Bonex. What a poser to deny who you yeah. are. Poser. Him and Terrence deserve each other. That's why I pray. I pray that they they start, they, they become co-hosts. Him, dude, that show will be hysterical for all the way. It'll, it'll be like a poison album. It, it'll never fucking happen. Terrence, you know, uh, Terrence, oh, I'm going to be a guest on this show. I'm, nobody asks you on their fucking shows. Nobody. Because you Not fucking said, Mark Allen Taylor doesn't even want you on this show. That's bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's bad. We love you, Mark. Yeah, I love Mark. But, uh, but oh, yeah, you know we what? should touch upon a 
Terrence also claiming that it's because of you, Mark is not his friend anymore. Like you talked Mark out of being his friend. Fucker. Oh my god. Oh my god. Complete idiot. You know, you know what? And you can say all you want about fucking Mark, and 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 Mark does enough to fucking drag his own name during the dirt. But you know as well as I know, you are a fucking train wreck. But I love you, and, and, and he has a job. Yep. He pays his taxes. And he contributes to society. And he has a wife. He actually, he actually knows what yeah. vagina feels like. Mark, Mark has three fucking wives. Mark's found three different women, which means let been, him. Yeah, it means he's been laid three times. Yeah, three different women have let Mark get on top of him and do what the Harlem Globetrotters did to your mother. Terrence, uh, uh, you know, he needs to do the RMCP because he knows he can't make it on his own. He's just ripping us off. And, you know, now, I don't know if you saw this, Ian, but he's got a fan-paid episode now. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, somebody paid him to do Night of the Opera. Uh, it was uh, Queen 2. Queen 2 paid him. <laughs> gonna do, he's going he's to do a fan-paid episode for, for Queen 2, Night of the Opera Queen. Make sure to check it out. And and, yeah. and oh and wait till and dude Chuck, you know Chuck will one day be like you know I love you Terrence you're awesome but you're a fucking racist bald fuck but I love you you know he's gonna he's gonna fucking lose his mind over Chuck as well oh it's just a dude, matter dude, of time. Chuck already wrote me a message saying I'm playing Terrence I'm playing Terrence I, you know I'm gonna set this all up let me back on the page he did yeah oh man Typical. he's playing. What a posing bitch. Yeah, that, that, that's the kind of listeners that you get at the Terrence Rear Ends RMCP. T- Terrence Rear End and Queen Two. <laughs> but if you want to hear a real show with real opinions by real fucking morons that are stuck in third grade, come back next week to the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. Hey, man, who's that cat coming down the street? I don't know, but it sounds to me like that different man with the bone. Sure having himself a ball. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fucking Lord. Oh, yeah. You fucking pissing my fucking pussy. Mmm. Give me a nice fucking cream pie. Give me all that fucking cut out of my pussy. Oh, yeah. You're gonna fucking stand up and piss in my mouth. Mmm. Make me fucking drink that piss. Mmm. <laughs>